Paychecks in the Office listeners. You can find every episode on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Yo, next round is about to start. You ready? Yeah, yeah, just shopping for a car in Carvana. For real? Yeah, Carvana makes it super convenient to shop whenever, wherever. For real? That's a ton of car options. Yep, and these are all within my price range. For really real? You can afford that? Yeah, with Carvana. And boom, just like that, I'm getting it delivered in a couple days. For really, really real? You just bought a car. For real, and you just lost. My turn. Visit Carvana.com to shop for thousands of vehicles under $20,000. What's up, everyone? It's Chicks in the Office with Rhea and Fran. We're giving you that Friday energy on a Thursday. We have a jam-packed episode for you today. Seriously, a great episode. Yo, next round is about to start. You ready? Yeah, yeah, just shopping for a car in Carvana. For real? Yeah, Carvana makes it super convenient to shop whenever, wherever. For real? That's a ton of car options. Yep, and these are all within my price range. For really real? You can afford that? Yeah, with Carvana. And boom, just like that, I'm getting it delivered in a couple days. For really, really real? You just bought a car. For real, and you just lost. My turn. Visit Carvana.com to shop for thousands of vehicles under $20,000. All right, let's get into today's episode. Fran, it's been a fantastic week so far. We moved in to our new office in New York City. Yes. We are loving it. Some people might not love it, but right now we're having a great time in here. We got a new studio for our Instagram show and we got new desks. And honestly, it just feels clean. I feel motivated. Yeah. And that's where my head is at. It's just... An all-around upgrade. Like, it's an all-around upgrade. Uh, When we we have the lovely Camille Kostick on our show today, but Camille came in with SI people, and one of the women looked at me when she came in and was just like, this is crazy. Like, she's compared to what you guys were in before to this is crazy insane agreed if you see the two if you've like if you have stepped into both offices it's just insane it's it's the difference like the guest probably if you're a recurring guest like camille everyone is probably gonna walk in and be like what the fuck yeah you guys upgraded big time it's like going from a six to a ten right like auto like just a huge 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 upgrade i love it i think it's great i got my own desk yeah that i'm so freaking excited about like my own desk it's I'll, crazy i don't have to worry about people stealing my chair like every day in the old office i would show up at work and i would say maybe three out of the five days i finally have my own chair like i had a chair in the old office yeah. but probably three out of five days i would go in and my chair would just be gone because they would, they would just get moved there was not enough chairs for the amount of people that were in the office when somebody would steal fran's chair i would also shun that person like I, fran would throw major shade yeah and be like you didn't see my you didn't see my jacket on the chair well, i would try and mark my territory <laughs> and, and i would still in. take it it's still take it what i want to do uh soon um, on an episode is actually go back into our history of how we started at Barstool and and just everything because so many people DM us that don't know our stories and where we actually came from starting as interns yeah. and part of that was sharing a desk and two years later we still shared a desk yes well we went from having no desk I we, personally I had no desk yes, right uh 
I just sat on a couch with my computer on my lap. Then I eventually moved to a little side spot, which then turned to a little corner. And now I was in between you and Glenn. And it was like half of half of a desk. (laughs) Yes. So it's a major upgrade. We got these big desks. They're great. We have our own little studio. And I'm loving it, Fran. It's been a great week. And what makes it even better is how good this episode is. Yes. This episode is so good. We're giving it all to you. Everything that you want from this episode, it's coming. Met Gala. Yeah. Vanderpump. Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Royal baby born. <laughs> and Camille Caustic, the cover yes. of the SI Swimsuit 2019 issue. It's crazy. I'm sorry. Like, we're talking about it, just the two of us. We did have Camille here, uh, and you'll hear that. But between you and me bonkers that she's on the cover it is so crazy because we have known camille for a few years now and we've we talk about it with her in the interview but we've kind of moved along with her in the process like as she's growing we grow with her and the first time that we ever talked to her she was just like submitting to be in the swim search yeah she wasn't even a rookie yet so it's been insane and and surreal like just seeing it from the outside looking in is so surreal right when i was hired was right before Super Bowl Houston. Yes. And that's when Barstool did, they did the rundown on Comedy Central. And in the background, there was a bar and Camille was the bartender in the back of the Barstool rundown on Comedy Central at like midnight. Yeah. And now, literally a little bit over two years later, she's on the cover. Yeah. I'm going to cry again talking about it and we did tear up a little bit with Camille so just listen to it because it's a great interview yes yes we broke down all the Met Gala looks there were so many more than we thought so it just we wanted to get like we realized we were going so long we were like all right we gotta we gotta condense this a little bit so everybody buckle up the highlights you got you got the hour-long highlights yes yes (laughs) Yeah, the hour-long, really quick highlight. <laughs> really, really quick. Really quick highlight of what went down at the Met Gala. All right, friends. So let's just get into it yeah. because I'm excited about this episode. Let's get into it, starting off with the Met Gala recap. Monday night was the Met Gala, and it's something we've been waiting yeah. for for a while now. This was big theme camp. It means you could wear whatever you want as long as it's a little extra. Yeah, it's like... Camp is really supposed to be extravagant, garish, like very just out of the ordinary that can also kind of laugh at itself. Um, But, you know, it's not exactly supposed to be like attractive. Right. Right. Like it's supposed to be like. Creepy and 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 well, the thing is, I think that there's so many interpretations of it. Oh, so so many, you know. It can be attractive, it can be appealing, but there's supposed to be something weird and about it. Yeah. And something unusual, something people wouldn't do usually. Right. So, because people are like so, there's some that are so pissed about the theme that are like, nobody, nobody really went full camp. There were so many in-betweens. And then it also felt like so many, took, so many people took that one line um, from, from the poem about camp it was that it was like you know what, yeah. with the feathers so everybody just wore feathers everybody just wore feathers everybody wore pink uh but that was pink, that was the feathers. color at the met gala was like a lightish pink yeah. was the theme i um 
was impressed by the evening. I was impressed as well. I was expecting a lot of fails. Usually I'm more prone to hating yeah. the looks at the Met Gala. It was hard for me last night. Mm-hmm. I loved a lot of them. Of course, there are some that we'll talk about, but I loved most of them. I think everybody brought it for the most part. Yeah. Uh, let's. I feel like we should just start from the beginning, right? Yeah, let's start from the beginning. So, co-chairs, this camp, this sounds like this year at camp was right. organized <laughs> by uh, Harry Styles, Lady Gaga, Serena Williams. They were all co-chairs. Anna Wintour is obviously the first one to arrive. It almost seemed like Anna wasn't quite sure what the theme was. Like, she was just in flowers and feathers. But does she have to follow the theme? That's Honestly, the thing, no. Because I don't think Every she has to Every year, she really doesn't. No, I don't think she has to follow the theme. Yeah. I think she just wears what she wants to wear, which is fine. She should do that. She can just judge everybody exactly. else. Exactly. She should be she judging has everybody that power. else. Yes. Uh, Lady Gaga showed up first. I did not know where the night was going to take me when yeah. Lady Gaga showed up. Mainly because I didn't know how anybody was going to top it because it was so extreme. She changed into four different outfits. Mm -hmm. She got undressed on the red carpet like nobody's ever done before. And honestly, I didn't know where we were going to go from there. I was like, am I going to be so disappointed for the rest of the night because Lady Gaga just showed up like this? And then Billy Porter walked in. Yeah, everybody, everybody really killed it. But it was so it was so crazy because you get Lady Gaga showing up in all this pink the train it was just massive it was like right. a it was like a house size dress right she strips that off then she has this beautiful black ball gown with an you know she's holding the umbrella and then she moves to like a a pink like a hot pink um tight like slip dress right like almost like a prom dress yes almost and she's she's got her props. She's acting. She's got like a big old chunky cell phone. She's taking calls. Like she was in full actor mode the whole time. She was in full character. Then they just Brandon Maxwell, the designer, just unzips her dress and she's just naked, bra, panties, bra, panties, tights, tights. Black. fabulous. It was absolutely unreal. fabulous. And then in that outfit, she gets on the stairs and starts posing, butt in the air, yeah. basically twerking. I loved it. I I couldn't get enough of it. Lady Gaga is what Katy Perry wishes she was. Mm, Facts. I know. It's true. Nobody could do it like Gaga. And and, and it was just so crazy because I don't even know when she did this. When she was in the bra and uh, and underwear, she had like a little cart that she was pulling. And it was like House of Gaga. But at one point, she just slipped on all these rings. Like She didn't have the rings on for Mm -hmm. some parts. She had these five beautiful like I think they were all I think they were all Tiffany because her jewelry was Tiffany that were apparently all worth close to two million dollars they all kind of looked like her past engagement rings yes because her past (laughs) engagement rings are so extravagant that of course all the rings that she wears are gonna look the same right they all kind of looked like the last ring that she got from from her last fiance that had like the color in the middle with the diamonds around the end isn't it funny how we have to clarify which fiance which engagement ring yeah Yeah. like no it wasn't her ex-fiance it was the last one she had before the the last that yeah exactly we have to like specify which one it was yes um yes she absolutely killed it i love the props i love when people bring props but i think you have to be the right kind of person to be bring props like lady gaga you can bring Mm -hmm. props somebody like i'm trying to think somebody you know below lady gaga you, you wouldn't get like um 
I don't even know who to to name here. Like, I'm trying to think of the people people that were there. There's so many. Like mo- there's Elf, so many models. Like <laughs> Elle Fanning. If Elle Fanning brought props, I'd be like, all right, Elle Fanning, tone it down. Right, right. right. What are you doing? So fair. Lady Gaga brings props. I'm applauding her. Yeah, it's and she's a co-chair, so she, you know she gets that right. big solo entrance, make it all about her. Serena Williams also a co-chair. She was in all these bright colors, butterflies, flowers, gorgeous. She looks stunning, stunning. And then she takes some steps, reveals her kicks, reveals her off-white sneakers. I loved it. Absolutely loved it. Thought it was the perfect touch. I put it in my Met Gala guide blog. You you mentioned it last yeah. week. Off white is is literally notes on fashion. Correct. If you think about it, and I think the sneakers fit perfectly. That's yeah. camp. The sneakers with the amazing dress, but then the sneakers are neon and match perfectly. Yeah, she really crushed it. And then last coach chair. I actually think there was another co-chair that I don't know who it was. Oh, it was um, uh, it was the creative director of Gucci. Yes, Alessandro Michelle. Yeah, yeah. So he arrived with Harry Styles. Right. And Harry Styles was in Gucci. He had like these high... Do you think it was one thing or two separate pieces? I think it was two separate pieces. Two separate pieces. pieces. It was like these very high above his belly button white pants. Uh, white pants. Black pants. Black pants with bl- a black lace... Top, ruffles, lots of lace, and just one pearl drop earring. It was perfect. I love Harry I mean, Styles. I'm so obsessed Harry with Harry Styles. Harry Styles was a queen on the uh, carpet. Just like a fashion queen. icon. Yeah. It, the fact that he got out there, he was confident in what he was wearing. Yeah. He had the little, you know, pearl earring dangling down, and he wore it with such confidence that you, I, I don't know how how anybody could say a bad thing about it. I know, and so there were there was actually a lot of uh, people saying that they thought he was going to go even more, like it was right. going to be even more uh, extravagant. But I felt like this was perfect for him because he does the extravagant, but this was just done in a very classy Harry Styles way. It looked like he had kind of a costume change inside, right? So it's like as the soul, you know, as as like the big. Star co-chair, I thought he, with like Serena Williams and Lady Gaga, I thought it was perfect. I think it was perfect. And I think that you can separate camp for the Met Gala last night in in two ways. You have the subtle camp and then you have extravagant. And the subtle is what Harry Styles did. You know, it's not it's not over the top neon colors, things yeah. flying at you, but it's so subtle. What he did makes a camp. The little pearl earring, right. you know, the ruffled shirt. It was perfect. Yeah. Um, and then we got into the rest of the carpet, which I I have been struggling a lot with who my actual favorite is. Yeah, I, I don't I could not say an actual favorite. I can't I tell think. you an actual favorite hands down. When Zendaya walked out, I thought it was Zendaya. But looking back on all of the looks, I can't pick one. Yeah. So let's start let's start with uh the These girls. are our top favorites. Yeah, I would these say. are the these are the favorites. So Halsey. Yeah. Unbelievable. Beautiful. Unbelievable. She was Wonder Woman. She looked so stunning. It was like a Wonder Woman, Jasmine, Arabian Nights like combination. She had like the chain gold red bra top with the big red yep. ball gown bottom and like these massive gold cuffs on her arms. And she like she looked like she could take you out, but in a very beautiful way. Exactly. <laughs> and she looked like a superhero. 
Yeah. It was perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Zendaya, obviously, Cinderella. Now, this is the problem. So, Halsey, obviously, she looked like Wonder Woman. Then we have Zendaya, who looks like Cinderella. Do you think it's cheating a little bit? To just, like, play somebody else? To just play somebody else? Because I do love, I absolutely love Zendaya's dress. When she first walked out, I was like, she won the night. You know, she had her stylist play her fairy godmother. She walked out onto the carpet. Right. She waved her wand. All of a sudden, she was just glowing. The, The dress lit up. And it was fucking amazing but do you think it's cheating yeah it's it's tough because you can just like i could dress up as hall it's like a halloween situation i want to go as sleeping beauty right Right. i show up looking like sleeping beauty people are like oh my god that's so camp but really i just took a halloween costume but it's uh i guess that was kind of the whole point of and like the met gal is always like halloween for rich people anyway so it's like it's like a super classy Halloween. Yeah, yeah, and and with a theme like camp, it just fits it so right. perfectly that everybody can go all out. And I, you could you you could interpret it any way. Like you could play a character, but take it like the gaudy, like making fun of it kind of route. Um, or you could obviously just be like Zendaya, who looked so be- just flawlessly right. beautiful. And who was one of the last people on the carpet. So she's like fresh in your brain because it was like as the night was closing, you just see Zendaya go up the stairs. She's glowing. Her whole thing is lit up. She left her glass shoe on the staircase. Like she, you know, she committed she went, to her she story. She committed to it. And that's why I do appreciate it because she committed to it. And exactly. I loved it. The I commitment loved it. Is, what, is what takes it over the edge. Exactly. So I'm just going to act like they didn't just take Halloween costumes yeah. and make it their own because it looked perfect anyway. Yeah. Then we had uh, Gemma Chan who Gemma you Chan are is my with. All, one of my all-time... I don't know what it is about her right now, but I, everything she does, I fawn over. Well, she's everything. flawless. She's, she's so, so flawless. flawless. So flawless. And she walked in with Tom Ford and she had the beautiful dress and just like this m- big... Eh, was it necessarily like a full commitment to camp? Probably not because it's like most people I think kind of half-assed it. Like let yep. me wear this beautiful dress and then just like stick something on my yeah, head. like a giant headpiece on my right. head. Right. So like Gemma Chan looks stunning. The dress was beautiful. But then she had this just giant huge headpiece, silver headpiece. I'm just like speechless. It was breathtaking. It was breathtaking. She looked like an angel. It an was, actual it, angel. It was just glimmering not that's not it glistening yes glistening she was glistening glistening Uh uh-huh just i i mean that's the thing it's one of the favorites yeah but was it camp anything could be camp it was just it was just so beautiful it's so beautiful so (laughs) she's so beautiful we'll give her a favorite anyway um casey musgraves who was an early favorite for me who's still on the top of my list definitely top four Definitely top four. She dressed as a literal Barbie. And for her, this is her first year attending. Right. Knocked it out of the park. She went at, like, you could literally see the Moschino Barbie that they just modeled this after. And it was, she nailed it to a T. Because Casey Musgraves is kind of a doll anyway. So this was so perfect for her. Like, 
she is a porcelain doll, so let's dress her up as an actual doll. Yes, she always looks like a doll. We've said it before. I'm like, is she even a real human being? Yes, I was convinced that she's had plastic surgery before. She has not. I'm just like, how can anybody look that perfect? But she does. Yep. And it makes sense that she came as a Barbie because she is one. She, it was so perfect. I actually want the outfit for myself. The outfit was fantastic. And she showed up in a pink convertible like she sat on the Mm -hmm. back of the pink convertible just like barbie did as she rode down the street she committed to the part yeah she committed to it full on yeah then we had Elle fanning who was a sneaky favorite yeah i would never expect that Elle fanning not on my radar she beat me out of a movie role when i was younger (laughs) so i you know that's how i feel about Elle fanning but she really pulled through with this mecca look yeah i actually i was so surprised because I kind of felt like Elle Fanning would be somebody who would play it a little safe. Right. Like, I could see her doing the fairy princess goddess route that mm-hmm. a lot of people went with. Just a lot of tulle yeah. and feathers and whatever. But she went with this cool 70s I Dream of Jeannie, like the big blonde high top ponytail, big wide length pink, uh, whoa, 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 wide length pants. <laughs> um, she had like jewels dripping off of her nails. I loved it. All the giant necklaces they had, like Met and Camp and everything. Nothing like just wearing the theme on your necklace. Yeah. Now you can't say you're not Camp. It right. says it on your necklace. And I was expecting when I saw her, I didn't even think about dressing in like a, you know, seventies, eighties, nineties, right? Like dressing in that way, and she did it. Mm-hmm. And I was shocked nobody else did it. You I know. know, like why somebody dressed like it was the eighties. Somebody dressed like it was the nineties. That would have been camp. That would have been great. Somebody dressed like I it feel was- like Emma Stone tried to a little bit. Yeah, but it was she like a little eighties, but it wasn't great. No, like it, it wasn't was great. The, like a glitter sequence jumpsuit that was definitely very eighties, and she had like the yeah. side swept hair. Uh, but it, it was she a little bit of a miss. She didn't commit like Elle Fanning. Yeah, Elle Elle Fanning, yeah, she committed. She looked like she was from the seventies, and I loved it. I was expecting more. I think now, looking back, I would address 90s. Some some uh, Von Dutch. Right. Bring it back. That would be camp. That would have been crazy. That actually, yeah, it would have. Totally. Huh. Somebody should have taken that. Could you that. imagine if somebody just showed up in head-to-toe Von Dutch? <laughs> that would have been camp. Would have been That would have been amazing. But you can't because the designer. Yeah. That's the only problem with yeah. that. Um, and then we had Haley Bieber, of course, who... Absolutely stunning. You got to give that no, to her. She, no, she, she looked, looked. She looked beautiful. Absolutely stunning. I'm the obsessed best with her hair. Oh, her hair was beautiful. Beautiful, spot on. The best she's looked in a while, in my opinion. I think the look was fantastic. She had an Alexander Wang bedazzled thong. He uh, posted, or maybe no, somebody else. I, I saw it randomly. Somebody posted it. Maybe one of her stylists posted the actual thong. It yeah. really was a thong. For, uh, for a little bit, I thought it was, it was just, just part of the dress. Part of the dress. Yeah, yeah. It really was a thong. And that is fucking sick. That's as powerful as it gets. An Alexander Wang bedazzled thong. It was, it was actually very hard to tell at first because of it was so high up. On yes. her back that I was like, okay, is that actually a thong or yeah. is that just like part of the dress? Because the dress was so low. Right. Like, I mean, her crack was right there. Her crack was her right crack there. Her crack was right there. Which is why everybody was like, she wasn't camp, she wasn't camp, she wasn't camp. Yeah. And then I understand that, but I think that there was something nice about it that she was super sweet in the front, super business in the front. You couldn't see anything. It was a turtleneck. And then you turn around, she's basically naked. So you saw both sides, sweet right. and sexy, both extremes. Right. The one problem was Justin Bieber did not show up 
what the fuck justin bieber my face when I realized Justin Bieber wasn't showing up when he started posting fucking when burritos. The, uh, when we saw the Instagram story of the burritos. Burritos like, and french fries on his Instagram story. It's like, he's not going to the Met Gala. If he was going to the Met Gala, he would not be eating ketchup. It would get on his, yeah. his outfit. I was stunned because I saw uh, a list of people in the committee. It was Haley and Justin Bieber, Alex Rodriguez, Jennifer Lopez. Who shows up? Just Haley. Yeah, and people are like, oh, come. maybe Anna Wintour didn't want Justin. You think Anna Wintour is not going to let Justin Bieber come to the Met Gala? Get real. Yeah. That, that's, that's not the case. He didn't show up. Right. He did not show up. She was last okay year, with Sean and she was okay with Sean Mendez and Haley Baldwin walking last year. I'm sure she would have been fine with her husband going right, with her. Right. Exactly. Which is As another first thing, red carpet ever. Which is another thing I don't get. I get it. Justin Bieber's going through a lot. He doesn't want to be, you know, out in that scene that much. But when she, when you realize that she went to the Met Gala with Shawn Mendes last year, they weren't even really dating. Yeah. He was basically like, yeah, no, she's my friend. And they were just like, fuck buddies, whatever it was. They weren't official. They walked hand in hand to the Met Gala, smiling, hugging. Ooh, we're so cute. Her husband can't even go with her. But in the end, you know what? Good for her. She shined on her own. You know she what really Justin did. Bieber would have done? He would have took her shine away. Probably. He would probably look sloppy and messy, and she looked fantastic. Probably. And and like we said, it, it seems like uh, he's been very open about working on himself, and right. this is probably the last place he wanted exactly. to be, like that- comparing himself to everybody else and like that it's probably not great for his mindset and i hate i hate it but i feel like i kind of spoke it into the universe last week when we talked about it and i was like i don't think he's gonna go i know <laughs> i know but for some reason when i saw the list yeah the when i saw the list, name i thought it too i was, I was like, like okay. oh my god they're going and then Haley kept posting about it but once i saw Haley stylist post dropping my kid off not kids kid yeah. i knew it was over i knew yeah. it was over whatever i guess we will not be getting their red carpet Right. appearance yeah. probably ever uh well there are two other ones that i had on on my favorite list i think you agree with one of them i agree one, with you, one, of, one them. of them you kind of don't that's yep. fine madeleine pesh from riverdale cheryl blossom looked so s- stunning like i she honestly she might have been my favorite and that's not like commitment to camp favorite but she, you know i felt like she was on theme and she just looked like this beautiful, like, actual fairy. Actual wood creature fairy. She did. She looked like Tinkerbell. Yes. And it was it was beautiful. She is so stunning. I can't say a bad thing about her. I loved it. I agree with that one completely. I agree yeah. with that favorite. I sent it to you in the beginning of the night because she walked early on, and I said, this might be my favorite so far. <sighs> Obviously, more came out of out of it and she's no longer my favorite of the night but she's up there yeah and it's tough because it's fun it's funny with cam that i almost feel like it's so hard for pretty people to be camp (laughs) right because she's like they're all so stunning exactly you have like a gaudy outfit you can't you're just so pretty you're so stunning she was so stunning uh and then look i love saoirse ronan she was in gucci she was like very fire reds loud colors she had like these fire flames shoulder pads i just i thought she looked stunning i thought she looked beautiful i thought she looked great i am just i wouldn't put there as a favorite yeah. like 
I, yes, yes, I she looked great. I, I'm not going to say that she looked bad because I, I really loved the dress, mm-hmm. but it's not something I would wear. Fair. And I think when it comes to my favorites and who I really love the most is an outfit I would wear to the Met Gala. And hers was not one of them. Totally. Madeline, 100%. Stunning. Casey Musgraves. I mean, I'm jealous that I, I mean, I, I want to be that for Halloween, but then I'm just copying her. Yeah. Just cop. Did you see my tweet, by the way? You ignored it. No, I liked it. I saw it. Oh, I didn't see. I like mean, it. I, 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 I like almost had a heart attack at the fact that that's what I would have to look like <laughs> in like four months. I was like, I don't want. I don't really want to agree to this quite yet. <laughs> I mean, Fran, the if we go as Kendall and Haley at the Met Gala, all we have to do is just take that one picture. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, listen. Right now on the table is that, and it's uh, Vince Neil. And Tommy oh, Lee. True, true. So right now we got Kendall <laughs> Jenner, options. Kendall Jenner, and Haley Bieber, and then Vince Neil and Tommy Lee yeah. on the table for okay. Halloween this okay. year because we have not dressed up for Halloween together yet. Yeah, and it's going to happen this year. I feel it. Barstool should be do a Halloween party. We should. We'll 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 talk to somebody about that. Yeah, we'll put that out there. Um, let's break down all the Kardashians because we had Kendall, Kylie, uh, Travis, Chris, Corey. That was it. That was it. Oh, and Kim, duh. Yeah, so we had Kim, Kanye, Chris, Corey, the couples, Kylie Travis, and Kendall, and Kendall alone. She's always the lone wolf, always yes. third wheeling everybody. Kendall and Kylie brought it. Versace. I don't care what anybody says. No, they totally did. They brought it. They stuck to the theme. I loved it. Yeah. Loved. I, I I was shocked that they committed as much as they as they did. Um, they were in purple, like Kylie was like a light purple, um, lavender. One yes, might say one the might chicks say. in the office, one lavender color. Say. That's quite popular. Yes. And then Kendall was like all fiery, feathery orange. Uh, it was phenomenal because they were together for so much of it and they were obviously both in, both in Versace. So it just created endless comparisons. It was, and it's just Maybe the purple and orange is just a timeless combination, but there's just so many between Dumb and Dumber, the sisters from Ella Enchanted, the actual like Cinderella evil stepsisters, um, white chicks. Everybody was going off about white chicks when they walked yep. the catwalk. That those were those were those looks. My favorite part was that they they leaned into it. Yeah, embrace it. Like they were embracing all the comparisons. They kept posting all the comparisons and they loved it. They were like, yeah, we're the evil stepsisters. I needed a picture of them and Zendaya. Like Zendaya in the middle, them on the sides or them like glaring at Zendaya. I don't know how that picture is not out there, but that would be in the Met Gala Hall of Fame. It would be in the Met Gala Hall of Fame. But that would be such a good picture. Such a good picture. And then of course we had Kim and Kanye. Kanye, boring. I don't even want to talk about it. Kanye looked like he would have rather been anywhere like anywhere else. He looks so miz he, in his just like black bomber jacket. He looks so miserable. And if you're going to be some fashion icon, Yeezy this, Yeezy that, then bring something a little bit extra bring something. to camp. Wear fucking Yeezy because Yeezy is camp. Your, yeah. your shredded clothes, Maybe that's he's camp. not allowed to. Well... I mean, I guess it's it depends on who's dressing them. You're right, because yeah. they have to stick to the designer. But the designer could have made something to resemble what Kanye West is all about. Right. The Yeezy vibe. That's camp. At least, he, he, at least even Travis not. went like 
skydiving military yeah. chic yeah. outfit. Like he had like a full blown harness on. I like Travis because I feel like he he, he tried a tried. little. Like you know maybe it wasn't the best, but he yeah. tried. He he didn't just wear a suit. He Did he look just... directly into any cameras? <laughs> no. No. Will Will Travis Scott ever wake up? That's my question. Every picture, his head is down and he's asleep. The group Every photo, picture. the whole family group photo, I was like, he's actually asleep. I, I actually asleep. have pictures saved on my phone and one day I'm going to make a collage yeah. of just all the sleeping pictures of Travis Scott. I tweeted out last night, you can only tweet four pictures at a time. That's all yeah. I could do. Yep. But I'm saving There's them. So many. It's my favorite ongoing thing right now where I just save all of the pictures of Travis Scott sleeping. Yeah. Because he does in every picture. But I do like how he at least tried with the theme. And then Kim, I loved Kim's look. Now, people will hate on it. And, you know, obviously we're loving every look right now. We haven't even got to the ones that we hated yet. I know, yeah. But Kim's look I thought was really great because she actually – Posted on her story what she was modeling it after. Yeah, she was channeling like a Sophia Loren look. To- yeah. Totally fair. And she was going with like the wet look. Like, yeah. you know, it was supposed to look like water was dripping off of her body and her hair was supposed to look wet. And it did. She followed through. The little jewels hanging off of her dress, it looked like it was water droplets. In the right lighting, right. it looked like rain was falling oh, some on of her. The pictures, and it was sick. Some of the so pictures sick. are actually breathtaking. Yeah. Um, and it's... And she was dressed by, uh, I'm totally going to butcher this guy's name, Mugler? M- I couldn't even tell you, to be honest. He hasn't dressed anybody, I, th- I think Kim said, on the carpet for like 20 years at the yeah. Met or what. It was some long time he was coming out, first time he's dressed somebody in a very long time. I, that's almost camp in itself. Um, and her her body, like, I was watching Snapchats and so many, like, the cut and Snapchat and Instagram stories and whatnot were just doing live videos as people walk up. And watching her body move, like, on a like on a Snapchat where it's just, like, unedited and whatever, it's crazy. Her waist is so small and her butt is so big. It makes no sense. I refuse to let them tell, like, I refuse to believe that... There has been no work done there. There, a body does not form like that. She said she didn't eat for two weeks, so. She didn't eat for two weeks? Well, plant-based diet for two plant weeks. Plant-based diet I interpret that as nothing. But her ass is out of control. I'm sorry. Her ass is out of control. And the I know dress we, just, like, was cinched I, up the I, crack. Yeah, I know we all <laughs> know it. crack too many times today. I, I know we all know that her ass is unbelievable. Yeah. But sometimes we just got to sit here and talk about it because watching the videos, like you said on the Snapchat, her ass is booming all over mm-hmm. the place. Boom, boom, boom. Her ass is in your face, and there's no denying it. Crazy. And then her waist is so tiny, like you no said. Sense. Proportionally, it makes no sense. But it's it's a, almost like a dream body because it's so unrealistic that it's you're like, camp. how can I have it? Yes, Kim so Kardashian's many people were like, body Kim Kardashian is, is basically camp in yes, itself. She is because it makes no nobody sense. Nobody has a body like that. Yeah, how do you get a body like that? Please tell me, Kim K. And if it's plastic surgery, let me know. Yeah, because <laughs> I'll get it. No, I won't. But I'm just saying, her ass is out of control. Yeah. At what point does it become too much? Like, I'd like to know. I think we crossed that years ago. Right. Like, do guys, but do guys think it's too much or are guys like, yes, Kim K's ass? Like, which one is it? That's a good question. I probably I would goes back think, and forth. Yeah. Yeah. Different occasions. Different occasions, different angles. Mm-hmm. Depends on the day. Yeah. And then we had 
the one and only Chris Jenner. Yeah. Who showed up with blonde hair. Chris got compared to BB Rexa all night long. <laughs> Poor BB. It was just it was just like the same haircut. I I I didn't know how to describe Chris's look because it was like almost 4th of July-ish. Like it was like a navy jumpsuit had like a star in the middle. And then like a big white feathery shoulder. I was like, all she needed was a little red and this would have been very 4th of july You know what's weird about it? That I don't know why. I got like an Ursula vibe. Yeah, yeah, that's also true. Ursula mm. vibe, um, not fully, but just a little bit because of the blonde hair and, yeah. the, and, the, and the dress, the way it was fit. Yeah. Uh, I, I personally really liked it just because it's Kris Jenner. And for some reason, whenever she does something, I laugh. It doesn't matter what it is, but she's talking about how she got blonde hair because Kylie, Kylie said to do blonde hair and Kylie's a billionaire now. So yeah, you know, exactly. and she's Chris's favorite. So she had to listen. Exactly. So I, I liked Chris. I, I liked all of them. I usually, you know, I'm a little iffy on it because sometimes they don't follow the theme, but the Kardashians yeah. and Jenners, Spot on this year. I thought they did a great job. I'm a little iffy on Chris, but the rest of them did a great job. Well, you're iffy on Chris. I only love it because it's Chris. And although I went through a phase of hating Chris Jenner and she has me blocked and whatever, I laugh at everything she does now. So you know what, Chris? If you want to show up blonde hair and a tight dress like that, you do you. Yeah. But we need to mention the men because we haven't talked about them yet. Some men crushed it. Some men did not. Per usual. Yeah. Some men were extremely boring, just wore black tuxes. Blah. Yeah. Can't deal with that. Right. Put a little flair into it, Sean Mendez. I know. I w- and it was like, well, sh- they were all like, don't you notice Sean's blonde highlights? I'm like, that's not doing it for me. No. That's not, that's not enough. That's not camp. That's just, it was like, Sean Mendez got a little sun. Right. It was like a little accented tux on the, on the, like the lapel and stuff. And I was like, this is just, sorry, Sean. Sean, you looked goddamn adorable. Yeah. But, the, but it just, you know, Sean. it didn't land. It wasn't like fucking Ezra Miller, who was had like his own eyes painted on his yeah. face above and under his eyes, who it looked like he had four sets of eyes. He had this tux with a train and carrying a mask. Like, hello, camp. Yes, insane. My favorite guy of the night was Ryan Murphy. Ryan Murphy so was hilarious. Ryan Murphy awesome. brought it, like, shut it down. All the men, he shut it down. Yeah. I was floored because we were seeing all the all the women at the Met Gala with their gold and yeah. and whatnot. Whatnot. Shout out to Carly Kloss, who was just a complete disappointment. I can't believe she even wore that. But he really brought it. it, it he looked like he was the king of the sea. It it really was. Uh... <laughs> It was crazy because, number one, Ryan Murphy, whenever I see him, just kind of makes me laugh. Like, especially at events, because he just looks very unhappy to be there. Right. Like, he just kind of has one of those faces where he he doesn't look like he's having a good time. However, seeing him in that outfit, you know that he loves the Met Gala so much and he loves fashion. Because you have to, to wear something like that. It was Christian Siriano. It was an ode to like Liberace, and it was just all these like it almost looked like gold pearls. Yes, gold beating. pearls. And that's why I said he looked like the king of the sea. Yes, he said I, it weighed a hundred pounds, and he was like harnessed into it. That is dedication. Dedication. I loved it. That's how you do it, guys. Yeah. All the men take notes. And uh, Billy Porter. Billy, Billy Porter showed Porter, up right one. after the co-chairs. 
Um, and he was carried in like an Egyptian goddess. He had men carrying him in. He was like Cleopatra up there. That's how I want to be carried into my funeral. Full gold. <laughs> Your casket. My casket. I want to be carried in like that. like With raised, hot shirtless yeah. men carrying hot, you in. Hot shirtless men carrying me in in all gold. Cover me mm. in gold. Maybe prop me up. Carry me in like that to my Love funeral. Love that. Love Make that. sure of that, Fran. Okay, I'm on it. No, Thanks. Noted. <laughs> Thank um, you. He also, like, his outfit had these wings. So he posed, and the pictures from the back, he had these giant gold wings. It was it was absolutely incredible. Um, Darren Chris, I thought, was great in Balmain. In Balmain, he had this, like, uh, his makeup, Very I thought, cool was cool. Jacket cool was funky. Benedict Cumberbatch came in like a pimp in a full white suit, top hat, cane. Yep. Loved that dedication. Uh, Frank Ocean. Frank Ocean. Boring. What did you do to me, Frank Ocean? Yeah. I love Frank Ocean. I really do. He looked like a valet. He looked like a valet. He looked like a valet. At and your, maybe, like, local country yes, club. Yes, yes. And maybe that was the point. It was like a pro. It was a Prada pullover, but it just looked like your typical, like, rain, golf rain jacket pullover. That's, I agree with that. Him and Kanye both went kind of the same route. Yeah. Wasn't a fan, but I do love Frank Ocean, so I I don't want to shit right. on him, but I just feel like he could have done more. Unlike French Montana. French Montana! Who showed up and uh, inspired a lot of Ramadan uh, memes. He said he wanted to connect with his Moroccan heritage. He Love was, it. and he, you know, he posted it. He's uh, on Instagram, was calling him Chic Montana. Like he went full classic outfits uh the ramadan memes memes are very funny the internet is having a good laugh about I, french montana i outfit. also want to say that when i posted the uh picture of Haley and kendall french montana was in the background yes. and everyone said hank could be french montana <laughs> just throwing <laughs> that out just there just throw him in there <laughs> that would that would actually be very very funny um obj came in oh we gotta uh, talk about that came in like, he just was missing part of his outfit. Like, he just cut off his sleeves, and then he wore a skirt. I'm assuming it was just his way to try and, like, be different. Okay. I I agree with that, friend. So, people were shitting on him, of course, because he was wearing a skirt. But I applaud yeah. the fact that he at least tried and I'd didn't rather just see him wear in that. Yeah, a boring suit like everybody exactly. else. He tried a little bit, but, you know. It is what it is. Wasn't the best. Yeah. But at least he tried to go a little different than usual. Right. Um, Tom Brady, just another one yeah. who just went, whatever, I'm just going to wear a nice suit. Giselle's going to wear a nice dress. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan was interviewed on the carpet and said he wanted to, like, stay stay masculine but still try and connect to the theme. So he was in a very long suit jacket, but it was black like sequins and glitter, black sequins, pants. I, I appreciated the effort as well. It My, could have been more. I thought he was maybe going to whip out one of those harnesses again, which he didn't, but that's okay. Michael B. Jordan always looks great to me. And so yeah, exactly. if you ask he's me how so Michael attractive. B. Jordan looked, I'm going to say he looks great no matter what he's wearing. Yeah. Um, special shout out to Charles Melton, by the way. Mm-hmm. Who I loved his suit. Loved his suit. Riverdale cast. Yeah, I mean, the they, Riverdale they cast did a great it. job. Um, Jared Leto... Amazing, carried around his own severed head. That was camp. Yes, disappointing. I was a little disappointed. Rami Malik, he like kind of just wore a normal suit and then just wore red shoes. I was like, you, he just came off of all the awards and the wins, and he played Freddie Mercury and 
and he should have was it. He, he should have came, came as Freddie Mercury. Mercury. Yep, exactly. Um, and then there was, you know, then there was just like a bunch more, a little bit boring, which were mad and boring. Patrick Schwarzenegger uh, Why was in you jeans there? and a cowboy hat yeah. with like a suit top. Congrats to him for getting the invite. That's, That's all, all I'm going to say. Gonna say. <laughs> yeah. Congrats to him for getting the invite. James Charles was there. Uh, this this took me for a loop because he was invited by YouTube he made this whole big to do about how you know influencers are getting more notoriety and or I guess respect in the in the A list world. Go home. That's just not who I'm Go looking home. for at the Met no. Gala. It's not. I'm sorry. I see you all the time. You're in you YouTube, Instagram, charging everything. people five hundred dollars to watch you do makeup yeah. tutorials. I know he's got like a, a massive brand. Congratulations to him. But now that's coming into the Met Gala, you might as well make the Met Gala like YouTube con. Right? Right? It shouldn't be. Yeah. No. It shouldn't be. We don't want influencers at the Met Gala. It shouldn't be. It was a good attempt. Like, we want to be at the Met Gala, but we know that we don't belong there. No. If anything, we're Kelty Knight. Yes. Who crushed it. Kelty Knight crushed it. She looked beautiful, but she was working the Met Gala. she was working the Met Gala, but she got to be there, and then she got to go home. Exactly. And she looked absolutely stunning. She got to be on the carpet, the whole thing. Amazing, but like with James Charles and whatever he tried, I guess he tried to be on theme. It was Alexander Wang, uh, but I mean, endless jokes about him, like just looking like he was still at Coachella, which I guess is technically kind of camp. Like it Coachella's is kind of yeah. campy. I agree. But, um, the thing is, I didn't. I wasn't hating on his outfit. I was just no. hating on him being yeah. there in general. Like, don't even come. But right. your outfit wasn't bad. And of all the ma- crazy makeup looks and things that he does. He could have knocked it out of the park right. in something so lavish and crazy. And maybe it was just Alexander Wang. I didn't really like a lot of what he did. Obviously, Hay- I mean, Haley's an exception because she looks so beautiful. Haley's was the best out of what but he did. But I didn't did. really love what he did. I didn't really love what Louis Vuitton did. Um, and then I'm trying to think of what else I wanted to mention. Okay. Oh, I want to talk about Katy Perry for okay. a, a second. Okay. Katy Perry showed up. And candlesticks. She looked like she was from Beauty and the Beast. We yeah. all have seen those. And then she changed into a goddamn cheeseburger suit. Just an, a huge inconvenience to the Met Gala as a whole. Yeah. Candlesticks, cheeseburgers, you're bumping into everybody, Katy Perry. There's a difference between being extra and there's a difference in being literally an inconvenience. Yeah. Like she was inconvenient to the event. But you know who loved it? Celine Dion. Celine Dion kissed her on the lips and started humping the cheeseburger. Yeah. She was that excited over it. I'm still going to hate it, but if Celine Dion loves it, go ahead. Celine Dion in that headpiece, by the way, she looked like a beautiful bird of like, she looked like a, what's the, not like a flamingo, but kind of a, kind of a flamingo actually. Yeah. Kind like of on theme for the Met her, Like a heron flamingo combo. Her like leg she looks popped like, out. She looks like she, should, she just should be standing in low Water with like mm-hmm. one leg up one in the one, air, yep. you know, yep. kind of situation. Spot um, on. She, she, her body is crazy. She looks so good. There were so many people that I felt like fell flat. Carly Kloss, obviously. Carly I don't even Kloss. know why she showed up in that dress. 
Just um, a major disappointment. Yeah. I, I literally looked at it disgusted. I was just like, this is how you're going to show up? Like, you're showing up the to theme my is fucking camp and this is what you show up seventh in? grade dance? Yeah. Like, she literally looked like she was showing up to a middle school dance. It was a big time fail. Gwyneth Paltrow was a big yawn. Big yawn. There's a lot of people that kind of just wore black, super boring. Sarah Paulson, Demi Moore, Mary Kay and Ashley. Can't be surprised about Mary Kay and Ashley. That's their look. They came in full head-to-toe black leather. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, all right. Whatever. It's um, Mary Kay and Ashley. They're going to wear what they want to wear. Exactly. Those who really committed to the theme that I think we have to acknowledge because it was crazy, Haley Steinfeld in the no photos, please dress, the Victor and Rolf gowns. Those went viral. Yeah. Everybody made memes out of those. Rumor has it that she was apparently the only one allowed to wear one of them to the to the Met Gala, which is crazy. Uh, Janelle Monet. Janelle Monet had like ninety hats on her head. One of my favorites. She had a blinking boob. Her, her boob, boob blinked. was blinking. It was an eye. It blinked. She had so many hats. Uh, watching her walk, I was like, "How is her neck? Is her neck okay?" Probably hurts like hell. Her, had to hurt so. She's got to so make a chiropractor bad. appointment. Uh, Cara Delvine was like a. Dr. Seuss threw up on the Met Gala carpet. Loved it. Loved it. Uh, Naomi Campbell looked. Naomi Campbell looked stunning. Stunning. Cardi B. We got to talk about Cardi B's dress. Cardi B might as well been the red carpet. Like her dress was so big, Look, she could have been the red carpet herself. I don't want to be really gross here, but she looked like she just looked like. Period. period blood. Yeah, she looked like period Sorry, blood. It's she, just what she looked like. She does that a lot. I'm getting looks from the control room. Sorry. Sorry, Aaron. Close your eyes. She looked like period (laughs) blood flowing out of a vagina. And honestly, I didn't love it. Because there was no hair. It was her whole body. I didn't love it. Over over her head and the full flowy train. People loved it. They're, oh, Cardi B, Cardi B, Cardi B. I didn't love it. It was epic. Yeah, it was extravagant. It's extravagant. And it's cool that you're able to wear that big of a gown and, you know, have all those people carry your train. But at the same time, I I don't love it. Bella Hadid and Gigi Hadid, I felt like they both both brought it. Bella was in uh, also Moschino and just head to toe. Jules. Jules looked beautiful, like a pixie haircut. Um, and Gigi went this like silver feathers, custom Michael Kors cat suit. Her head was covered head to toe. It was very like Elton Johnny, yes. which I liked. Love Gigi's better than Bella's, although yeah. I'm a Bella over Gigi usually. Yeah. Uh, I thought Gigi's outfit was better than Bella's, although I love the jewels on Bella. I want to give a special shout out to Emily Ratajkowski, who we have not talked about yet. Yeah. I actually loved her look, although it was very it was very Emrata, showing off the bod, showing off her boobs, her awesome stomach. But she shared on her Instagram story, it was very Cher inspired. Totally. She put up the pictures. Definitely it was. was a share outfit, and I I really loved it. I think she did a great job with that. Um, and then I wanted to mention Alessia Cara, who I feel like wasn't really getting that much love, but mm-hmm. she had this beautiful giant black and white tulle dress, and then she had the on these platform Nikes that were so sick. Right, I agree. And I was like, all right, kill it, Alessia Cara. If you're wearing platform Nikes with that kind of dress, yes. it's camp. You nailed the theme. It was amazing. Uh, Tra- Tracy Ellis Ross was just. In her own picture frame, she was on theme. Tessa Thompson, you made her own hair a whip. That was pretty badass. I, that was super badass. I was like, I kind of want to be whipped by Tessa Thompson's <laughs> hair right now. <laughs> Me too. I I I was taken aback, but I was excited for it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then uh, we had some couples 
take the carpet together, right? So Joe Jonas, Sophie Turner. I love a good matching couple's costume. They coordinated. They looked fantastic. Sophie looked beautiful. Sophie was standing a couple stairs on t- a top above Joe for both of them. Priyanka was doing the same thing. Yeah, I mean, Sophie the, was below them. The, so yeah, Joe. the the height yeah. is unfortunate, but at least the steps were there to yeah. help. Um, and then we had, uh, of course, Charles Melton and Camila Mendez. I wanted to mention. Yes. I loved the yellow on her. I loved it was like his a suit. And princess then, flounder. Yes, and then A Rod and J Lo, who. I mean, J-Lo's going to J-Lo. That yeah. was a J-Lo outfit. It was. I didn't really love it just because I felt like this was one of those situations where somebody just took a really beautiful dress and then tried to just put something on their head, you know? Yeah. And that was kind of the vibe I got from from that. Like, it was a very beautiful dress. But, you know, but she it's something it she's worn head. before. We've exactly. seen J-Lo I've in this kind of outfit. I've seen J-Lo in that kind of outfit. Um, and her hair almost looked like, do you remember when you would take pom-poms as a kid and like put, put it, it on top your of your head and pretend it was your hair? Yeah. That's what, that's kind well, of what that's it looked like. Literally what Kim Kardashian did for the after party. Correct. So she did do that. Yes. She did do that's that. That's what it looked like. Um, Nick and Priyanka. I ah, Nick. Ugh. He looked just like Littlefinger. He had so much makeup on, uh, ear cuffs, which theme, con- you went with the theme, like he balled out for the theme. Mm-hmm. Priyanka looked like the Queen of Hearts from the bad Alice in Wonderland movie. Yeah. You know, like the scary Tim Burton Alice in Wonderland movie. Um, and it was tough because I actually felt like I would have really loved the dress if it was with something else. The hair and the crown, I was just like, this is too much. It was on theme, but for some reason I, yeah. some reason I still hate it. No. <laughs> um, but it just... I just felt like it missed the mark a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I was not a fan of Priyanka's. I like Nick's way better than Priyanka, although wasn't the big of, biggest fan of his either, but I did like the white suit. Cole and Lily, Riverdale, Cole Sprouse, and Lee Reinhardt looked like Hunger Games chic. Like Hunger Games, cap- if, cop- if the capital city threw a ball, that would be them. Nailed it. Amazing. And Miley and Liam, cute. Just cute. Cute. That's really it. I expected more. I'm not going to say anything bad about Miley, but I expected more. That's all. That's all. Liquid IV is the fastest, most efficient way to stay hydrated. Trying to drink more water? Liquid IV hydrates you two to three times faster and more efficiently than water alone, with an added bonus of vitamin C, B3, B5, B6, and B. 12. We have both been using Liquid IV after some big nights out. They are completely stacked around the office. We're never yes. short of Liquid IV. We love them. And honestly, it makes you feel so much better if you're going out for an, a big night on the town the next morning. Yeah. You need to hydrate. You're just feeling dehydrated in general. You might not have even been out. You're just feeling sluggish and whatnot. Liquid IV gives you that nice boost to feel hydrated. Liquid IV contains five essential vitamins, including more vitamins vitamin C than an orange and as much potassium as a banana. Liquid IV fuels tough workouts, helps prevent muscle fatigue, promotes healthy post-workout recovery. And they also have convenient TSA friendly powder packets for travel and it helps prevent jet lag and altitude sickness. Great flavors. I suggest lemon lime. It's It's kind of like in that, uh, it, it makes you feel like you're 
rehydrate. Exactly. It feels so good, especially jet lag. That's a big one. Just carrying it around with you in these little packets. It's so convenient. I love liquid IV and I know you will too. Right now, our listeners get 25% off at liquidiv.com when you use our code office at checkout. That's 25% off anything you are order on Liquid IV's website. Go to liquidiv.com and enter my promo code OFFICE to get your savings and start getting better hydration. That's liquidiv.com promo code OFFICE. Don't wait. Start properly hydrating today. We have officially gotten the baby name yes. for Megan and Harry. So we let's let's go back a little bit. We we were taking bets and making bets on what we thought the name would be. The options were uh, yeah, Albert, were Alexander, James, and I forgot the other one. But there were Arthur. a few. Or Arthur, which I was not a fan of. But they were throwing some names around, and none of those are it. None of those are it. Those were technically, I guess if you were a betting man, those, those were your best options. Yeah. Uh, however, the name is is uh archie the name is archie archie harrison montbatten windsor what do you think about the name archie you're gonna say it's cute i don't even know why i asked you this is the thing (laughs) this is the thing at first i was like archie like they went with archie yeah like of all the names they went with archie i almost wish his name was Archibald. Feel Archibald like that's way more would royal. Would have been way. You're so right. And I don't. Maybe maybe that is his f- formal name, but I don't. No, think they it would have his said for, that. Like if it was his formal name, it would have been Archibald Harrison. Blah 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 right, blah. Right, not blah, Archie. But I believe it's just Archie. And look, obviously, your first, my first thought, Riverdale. I can't deny yeah, it. So like, they named that's what I think they like, named their kid. But there is like not Archie, Riverdale. They know, named it after Archie, Archie Comics, Comics. But but present day Riverdale, Archie Comics. Um and then obviously y- your brain goes to the fact that Prince Harry is oh, a redheaded man. And if this baby has red hair, they just have a, a, a redheaded Archie. So that's my problem with it, is that it's too close to Archie Comics. Like, it is Archie. And and this baby... They named, if they're going to sit here and say I that know. they didn't name their redheaded kid Archie because of Archie Comics, I'm going to call them a bunch of liars. If you're a royal, you got to name your kid something that isn't going to end up a meme. No, it's going to be a meme as soon as It's we, already a meme. <laughs> it's already a meme. Netflix already Instagrammed a photo, the the like portrait photo of them with the baby, but they just photoshopped Arch- Archie Andrews from Riverdale's face on the baby. Yeah, it's already a meme. It's already a meme. It's going to keep being a meme as soon as we see that pic- that kid growing hair. Yeah. If it's orange hair, it's over for him. It's over. Yeah. Don't ask me why I'm and standing I guess, right now. I, it's that's fine. I guess there are so many. At this point, you know, you name your kid anything, you it could be memed, right? Right. Alexander. I, there's. There's so many references forever. Like the name the kid Arthur, it's obviously Ar- Arthur. Obviously, yeah. But Any name can be memed. You're right. Right. But Archie, right? When fucking Archie, yeah. when when ha- when Prince Harry has red hair, you don't think that's gonna get memed? Come on. Yeah, I mean, when your first thought when you hear a royal like a royal baby name, and it takes you to the CW's Riverdale, <laughs> it's not a good like not good for them. Not a good sign. Like you you. 
I want to think to be like, wow, that is just royalty that exudes royalty. Oh, yeah. And the first thing was just that he, he could be a redheaded Archie. What's the last name again? They're Windsor. It's Montbatten Windsor. Uh, Archie Windsor. Like Archie. Archie. Archie and it's so, also with a British sounds, accent. It's, it's like, Archie. It sounds like Archie. Yeah. <laughs> Archie. Like yeah. it's not like the American like art like Archie. They Archie. 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 Oh Archie. Oh Archie. That sounds awful. <laughs> Archie, darling. Like oh, what? Archie. And so Archie, uh, would you like a cup of tea? It just doesn't sound no, right. No, it really doesn't. Um. And so obviously people look into the name, and so it's this it like this is page six had obviously like you can get the meaning of Archie, but it's really Archibald. Uh, Archibald is a German name, which means genuine and uh, and bold, brave. So that's that's nice, okay. good meaning. Okay, still, but the meaning isn't still the isn't, name. Yeah, yeah, no, I know, I know, but you never know if that's what they that what they were going for. Uh, middle name Harrison. Possibly a little nod to to Harry. I would think. Um, But they also said that according to the Sun, royal insiders think that they just like the name Archie. Maybe they're Riverdale fans. There's no. Do you think? Do you think they even know what Riverdale is? Megan, yes. But do you think Harry knows what Riverdale is? No, I highly doubt it. Archie Comics. But Archie Comics, I'm sure. Yeah. He has to. Ugh, man. I mean, whatever. It's very interesting to see a red-headed man who has been a, what you know, by far one of the most famous gingers of all time. And to think, like, I'm going to name my kid after a, a, a famous ginger cartoon character. <laughs> I mean, con- obviously not named kind after of him. powerful, but, but I actually close. do think it's named after him. It's just like a weird, like now, it's so funny, uh, shout out to, I believe it was Kelly Keegs, who posted on Twitter, like, this is just such an, ins- this is so insulting. Uh, it was just like a, a quote that she had screenshotted that said, the infant joins a list of famous Archies, including the famous red-headed Archie Comics character, Riverdale's own Archie Andrews, based on the character, and Amy Poehler and ex Will Arnett's ten-year-old son. Uh-huh. And Kelly wrote, "This is literally insulting. That is on, like, that is insulting." To just, I agree. This, this like, you're a royal. Yeah, a royal. A you're royal. In the royal goddamn family, and you're. Just being compared to Archie Andrews. Well, I do think that Prince Harry and Meghan Markle are trying to go the non-traditional route with the way that they do handle most things being in the royal family. We're hearing that a lot. And we're hearing, you know, we're hearing that there might be drama because of that and and other things. So I actually am not shocked that they didn't go with a, a traditional name. But Archie, I'm not a fan of. Like, I can't sit here and act like I really like the name Archie. Although it's not my kid. It's yeah, not my name. You're right. So you do you. You are very right. Although it does distract. It does distract us from all the drama. Because they had the baby. They mm-hmm. had the royal baby. They now have the name. And now that's what everyone's talking about. Nobody's talking about Prince William cheating on Kate. Everyone's yeah. moving past it. Yeah, you're right. You're very right. Uh, at least you know, and and we still we saw, we did see a picture. It actually cracks me up so much when people take like infant newborn babies 
And they're like, oh my God, he looks just like his mother. Like, no, he no, doesn't. He doesn't. No, He's a he baby. Doesn't. Yeah. You don't know you don't, what he looks like yet. You don't yet. know what he looks like. You got to like, wait a few weeks. Because I saw people were get, putting his face. You can't. Well, first of all, you can't even see his whole face in the picture. It's like right. a side view of his face. He's wearing a hat. Such a little smush. He looks adorable. And he had like his little hat on. He looked like such a little, mm-hmm. you want to squeeze his cheeks. But that picture was, they were putting it next to like a Meghan Markle baby picture. They're like, oh, he looks just like his mother. Like, what? Like, no, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. Where do you fall on the whole, uh, like, when a baby's ugly type of thing? Oh, it's tough. It's tough because obviously there are ugly babies out there. Like, we can't sit here and act like like every baby that's born is so cute. I know. But you can, like... It's just a rule that you can never say that. To, like, you can never no, correct. not say that somebody's baby is cute. Correct. Immediately when you say the baby, you have to say it's so cute. Normally, in like the very early stages, it's tough. But they oh, most of the time, they grow, always grow out of it. Like, it's like, oh, that baby <laughs> needs a couple more weeks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, you know. Yeah, you know Sometimes I'm a, they just I'm say just a, that way. I'm like a That's sucker for babies. Yeah, you no, know? I actually am more of a sucker for babies than I am for dogs. Right, I'm the same way with both. So it's like, yeah. every dog to me is cute. People, When people tell me they see an ugly dog, I'm like, how could it be well, ugly? there are some dogs that are so ugly that they're cute like pugs right. well, are so ugly that they're cute but they're yeah, but they're so cute they're so cute but they're not traditionally like a beautiful dog no, you're you're it's you're an ugly right. dog you're but it's a very cute dog so but there cute. are some dogs out there and then listen i you know i'm not gonna be ugly shaming dogs but you're gonna tell me you've never seen an ugly dog well there's like the ugliest dog competitions and whatnot but even they then, have those Yes, you've what? never seen the ugliest dog competition. No, it's like all the, like the naked, oh, naked see, yeah, dogs that, that don't have hair, dogs. like the Chinese crescent. Yeah, yeah. no, I've never um, seen. Yeah, they never hold seen comp- ugliest dog. Competition. They hold competitions for that, but it's sad because they're so ugly that you're like, oh, but it's cute. That, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but then there's some that are ugly. You don't even want to be near. Yeah, you know, like, I, that's an ugly dog. I, with pugs and French bulldogs and bulldogs and everything, I genuinely think they're so fucking adorable. They are. They I, are. I had this moment with a friend over the weekend. We were at uh, we were in Hoboken, and we were outside, and they had come back from the bathroom, and one friend was like, "I just saw the like cutest dog," and my other friend, who was not a dog person, was like, "Yeah, it was this ugly bulldog. <laughs> like she wouldn't. She was like she wouldn't stop petting him for like ten minutes. I just had to stand there. It was yeah. just like." An, I was like, and then I went to the bathroom, obviously, to go see mm-hmm. the bulldog. Cutest bulldog. Had a little American flag bandana. See, I can appreciate a bulldog. Yes. I can appreciate a pug. Like, you know, they are very cute. They're not beautiful dogs, but yeah. they are very, very cute. I don't know how we got from talking about the royal baby to <laughs> talking about ugly dog, cute and ugly dogs. <laughs> just baby I. and dogs. I think go I one just, in hand. I, I, I think I asked you what you feel about ugly babies. So yes. then we just started talking about ugly yes. dogs. Like, and now I remember. All of them are cute. In yeah. The, in the end, they're all cute, Fran. It's true. And you know what? I can't wait for more pictures of this baby. Maybe they'll really start utilizing their Instagram and we'll get cute baby pics at monumental moments. Probably not, but I can dream. I will dream. And like I said, I wish that they had their own Instagram personalized yeah. and it wasn't this formal thing because I want to see like what it's really like to be in the life of a royal because we see 
Think about it this way. The Kardashians, they're they're the royals of America right now. We see what's... Oh, go- we see everything. We see everything that they everything, do. Everything. And that's why we're so... What, that's why they are the royals of America, first of all, is because they put their lives out there. Correct. And we see everything and we follow everything. And I think that might be why I'm not as into the royal family. I don't know if... Um, I've talked about this on the podcast before because this was when they were getting married. I pretend to be interested in the royal family for Fran. Yeah, you do. I do. I, it's fine. I appreciate it. What did you? A new baby is pr- kind of yes, exciting. It's very exciting. Yeah. I could. I could. I'm along for the ride. Yeah. What did you think about what Captain Khan said about how does yeah. anybody care about the royal family? Look, this is this is the thing. I didn't want to engage with him. I did a little bit. I just said I feel personally attacked, and. He was just like, I understand. He kind of said, like, I understand it's part of your job, whatever. Yeah. However, I I do genuinely enjoy talking about them and seeing what they're up to. And actually, in in the past few months, I feel like there's been a lot of drama, which is exciting. Yes. I I live for the royal family drama. Exactly. When there's drama, it's exciting. When it was the whole Meghan and Harry are getting married thing. Many people were exciting. Of course, it was she, he was marrying an American. It yeah. was a whole big thing, and I understand why right. people are excited, but I I don't necessarily feel as excited when it comes to the drama. I'm like, oh shit, yeah, give me everything about Prince William cheating on Kate. Totally, that I agree. But it's kind of it's it's one of those things that you know, it, you can't bash people for what they like. We went all through all right. of this with uh, Avengers and Game of Thrones. You know, everybody's like how. Oh, how could anybody like comic mo- comic book movies? Right. Like they're so dumb. Well, people like them. It's what you're entertains allowed to like you. your stuff. I'm allowed to like my stuff. You don't have to bash me for liking my stuff. Yes, it's like when people are like, "Oh, all Re and Fran do is talk about like you know celebrities and pop culture." Well, it's entertaining. Correct. It's what entertains us. That's what we like. You're allowed to like what you like. I'm allowed to like what I like. I don't sit on Twitter and say, well, "How could anybody like this?" Right. Right. Tell him, Fran. And that's why I keep you around. Thank you. Because you give me that positivity. Lola is a female-founded company offering a line of organic cotton tampons, pads, liners, and all-natural cleansing wipes. Founders Jordana Cure and Alexandra Friedman started their company with a simple and seemingly obvious idea. Women shouldn't have to compromise when it comes to feminine care products. They ask themselves, if we care about the ingredients in the food we eat and the beauty products we use, why shouldn't the same be true to our feminine care products? Unlike other major brands, Lola products are 100% natural and easy to feel good about. No BS, mystery fibers, or doubts about what's going into your body. That's what I love about Lola. I love how convenient it is, and I love how organic it is. Major brands use a mix of synthetic ingredients in their products, including rayon and polyester. Their feminine care products may be also treated with harsh chemical cleansing agents, fragrance, and dyes. Lola products are 100% organic cotton with no added chemicals, fragrances, synthetics, or dyes. Lola also makes your month a little bit easier. Their subscription is fully customizable. You can choose your mix of products, mix of absorbency, number of boxes, and frequency of deliver. Lola's subscription is super flexible. You could change, skip, or cancel your subscription at any time. I. Oh, should we start this show? Yeah, I'm down. Just buying a car in Carvana first. Ooh, for real? Yeah, it's super convenient. I already got pre-qualified in two minutes. All I had to do is answer a few questions. Ooh, that's helpful. And now just customizing my down and monthly payments. Ooh, that's a very fair deal. Yep. 
boom, just bought a car. And you get to take me to the Carvana vending machine in a couple days to pick it up. Ooh. I'm kind of busy. Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. She, what, that yeah. she's single. But it does make me nervous that she's single. Yeah. I, I'm, ex- I'm kind of excited that she's single just because... Yeah, it's a little we, bit of we, both. Yeah, and we had a season... We had like a full season where Sheena was the only one that was single. Now maybe we get a couple, you know, throw Kristen in the mix. She's single. We'll see what happens. It's we, just there's always more drama when there's more single yeah, people we need We need some single people in the group. Yeah. Because you're right. We've been watching Sheena this whole season. Who talked about her relationship with Adam. It seems like she, she's claiming that they're still hanging and banging. Listen, I... I don't get it. She's like, we're best friends. We're still, you know, doing the thing. Like, they're still doing the same thing that they were before. But at what point do you step back and say, okay, I'm 32 years old or however however old she is? she actually just turned, it was her birthday. I think she just turned 34. Today's her birthday. Yeah, it was yesterday or today. Yeah, so, okay. Well, whatever age she's in, she's in her 30s. Yeah. I'm not saying you need to but, be settled down by then. You do you. You date whoever yeah. you want. Well, she's but embracing at least, the fuck boy no, life. But that's the thing. She wants it. She wants it. But I'm saying play the field, Sheena. Mm. Like, don't let Adam say to you, hey, I, we're going to bang. We're going to do this. But you can't date anybody. I'm right. not going to date you. Like, that's not fun. If you're going to date fuckboys, date them. D- date like, the date fuck them all. Boy. Date them all. Date Adam. <laughs> go back Robbie to Ethan. Hayes. Robbie Whoever it is. The guy yeah. in Australia. Whatever it is. Do them all. Because right now, Adam is stringing you along. It's, yeah. it's very clear. Totally. That's why she embraces the fuckboy life. But she's actually embracing being played. Yeah. Because in the end, do you think that Adam's not banging girls behind closed doors? You're out Mm -hmm. of your mind. That's why he doesn't want to settle down a relationship because he's banging other girls. Uh, Lala talked about how she doesn't want Randall on the show. Every year they talk about this. I feel like in every year it just causes like a 10 minute argument. Like people, they're like, oh, well, it's not fair that we share all of our lives and all of our romantic lives. And some of us have had boyfriends that didn't want to be yeah. on the show, but we did it anyway. And Lala's like, I'm not going to do it. And every every time it's like a conversation, It, I think there was a little bit of a low blow that Lala was kind of like, oh, well, he, you know, his career, he's so important, blah, blah, blah. And Sheena was, uh, not Sheena, Stassi was like, well, are you saying like my boyfriend's not important? Like just because he's on the show and... Yeah. So it makes sense. Uh, For the sake of their relationship, it's probably smart that Rand's not on the show. That which is it's on purpose. Like Lala doesn't have him on the show because she wants to keep that drama separate because things would probably blow up and end in disaster. Yeah. And I also think that Lala kind of and I don't hate her for this, wants to shine to herself. Like I think when Lala's on the show, it's about Lala. Yeah. And, you know, she doesn't want to mix her relationship. And also she knows what people are gonna say about her relationship. Yeah. You know, I think that's also part of the reason she keeps it quiet. Not that she says that, but we all know what people say about Randall and, and Lala. And if he's on the show, can you imagine what people are going to say about that? Yeah. So right now, keep it to social media, exactly. whatever. What are you going to do? The people are going to complain yeah. at work with you because they're complaining about every person on the show. Yep. Uh, there was a little bit of drama between the Toms and Lisa just talking about their involvement in Tom Tom and Lisa kind of respecting them more. Like they talked about that sort of in the last episode. Uh, that drama, um, eh. eh, that's, see, that's where I get bored 
yeah. with Vanderpump is like, okay, I get it. The Toms, they have a new restaurant. They're working with Lisa. It's like grown, a grown-up grown, so grown drama. It's grown-up <laughs> drama. It's like when Snooki lost her wedding ring on the first new episode of Jersey Shore. Yeah. And I was like, Snooki lost her wedding ring. That's the drama we're getting. Yeah. Like, we're not getting, like, you know what I mean? And obviously- Punched at bars. Yeah, yeah. Punched up bars. That was the first season of Jersey Shore and it was yeah. fucking electric. And then the family vacation, we had Snooky looking for a wedding ring. So obviously people grow up and it is what it is. And this is kind of, you know, Tom and Tom becoming adults and they have, you know, they're working with Lisa now. But, eh. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just like, okay, you guys right. have, you know, you guys have restaurant problems. You're working in the business. Yeah. It is what it is. Right. What did you think? Lisa knows what she's doing. I don't think we talked about this, but what did you think when Ariana went to talk to Lisa about what she said about Tom yeah, and Tom yeah, going I mean, on vacation? Yeah. I think it's probably fair, right? Ariana wants her boyfriend to yeah. have a legitimate role in the business, and and maybe she thinks Tom's a little afraid to kind of address it on his own or doesn't want to make a big deal out of something. So I I th- I didn't think it was like rude. I think she was I think she kind of just wanted to put that on Lisa's radar like hey maybe just think just think about it because they they want to be respected by you so bad that just give like give them that opportunity. Yeah, I like the way Ariana handled it, but it's yeah. kind of like if you relate it to Barstool, like Dave will say you can go on as many vacations as you want, but once you go on vacation, it's fair game. Right. You know, it's fair game to be like, oh, Rhea and Fran went on vacation. They're not at work, but you're allowed to take the vacation. It's right. kind of the same thing. But Lisa was also like, it's a joke. Like, take a joke. Yeah. So it is what it is. But then the fireworks went off. Raquel arrived on the stage. Ra- and uh, Raquel arrived. And you could say what you want to say about her, but she's clearly bringing something to the season. Raquel... <laughs> Looked like she was walking the Met red, red carpet when in reality she was showing up for the Vanderpump Rules Season 7 reunion. Yeah. <laughs> she was camp. Raquel was camp. Yeah. Raquel was camp. But yeah. I didn't like it. It's no. Like, don't wear that to the Vanderpump reunion. No. First of all, you're not a star on the show. So yes. let the stars dress how they want to dress. And they didn't even dress like that. If, if that's what I was going to say. If they, every, if they dress if like they were to the Met Gala, exactly. then fine. But you showed up. Like, I get it. She wants to make an impression. I'm the new girl. I want to walk in stunting on everybody. But sometimes there's a difference between stunting on everybody and then just coming across right. like an asshole. If everybody else dressed to the nines, like if it was like the Atlanta reunion and everybody's in ball gowns and, you know, same with Beverly Hills, everybody gets so dressed up. Sure. But that's just not the case. She looked a little ridiculous. Um, Beautiful girl, though. Yes. Absolutely beautiful. I want to say that because they are very mean to her. They are. They are. But it's I just feel like it's so hard. It's so hard because. I just, I fall on the side that a lot of the cast members fall on. Like, how can you date James? Like, how can you watch what James does and not be affected by that? Or it's just, like, it's so, I agree. so complacent or just, she just doesn't care. I don't know what it is. It's just like, wake up. What what are you doing? I agree with that. As her own person different but with James I hate it that's that's the problem I'm having with it is because I think that Raquel seems like a sweet girl and although there's you know 
sometimes it's like, what's going on up there in that head? I think she's very sweet and uh, alone as a human being. I bet that she's very nice and caring and whatnot. But the fact that she lets her boyfriend act the way he does, and I'm, I'm not saying she should be in charge of him, but the fact that she sits back and, and just like watches it happen and stays with him, that's a problem to me because yeah. now... I mean, this is obviously a crazy comparison, and I'm not saying it's the same at all, but follow me here. Janelle Evans and her husband. Her husband shoots the dog. It's a slippery slope. And Janelle Evans is like, I'm not going to go to counseling. I'm not going to follow a police report. Yeah. You know, you, you it's like, what are you doing? Yeah. James is being an asshole to everybody, saying the meanest things, and you're just sticking with him. And it's like, if he's saying that to you, if he's saying that to them, what is he going to say to you? Right. It's hard because you just associate you. She associates herself with him. That's who she is on this show. So when you have James like standing up and screaming at Kristen that she's a dumb bitch, like how can Raquel think everybody else is going to treat her with respect? She's like, nobody treats me with respect. I'm not spoken to with respect. Well, look who you're sitting next to. Like, where do you think they like? Yeah. How can you date him and then think everybody's going to be so nice to you when your boyfriend is so rude, rude to, to everybody, everybody else? Stassi, Stassi said it really well because Andy was like, Stassi, like, do you think Raquel is dumb? And she was like, look, I don't know her. Like, I, that's it. Like, right. I, I'm not going to speak about it because I don't, I don't know her. And Raquel, I was, I was dying. Raquel was like, well, I would really like to know you. You should have come to my puppy party. Uh, see, that's where it's like, Raquel, what is going on in that brain? Sometimes uh, I just want to like see an x-ray of it. But I, I, Raquel starts talking about how, you know, she might be working at Sir now, whatever. Oh, and she is. Locked and loaded. Yeah, she's Lisa work, Vanderpump yeah. confirms. And... She says, you know, you guys may look at me like I'm some beauty queen and whatnot. And immediately they all scoffed at her and Jax was like, she just called herself a beauty queen. That's not what she meant. You know, she meant that she actually was like a beauty pageant queen. Like she competed in beauty pageants and she thought that they were looking at her like, oh, this girl who competes in pageants and whatnot. The way she worded it, I understand. Very different way to say I competed in pageants than call yourself a beauty queen. But the thing is, it's like, what is... I think she she should have said, I get it. You know, you guys look at me like, oh, this girl just competes in pageants and she's yeah. a beauty queen and whatnot. Not, I am a beauty queen. Correct. Like she was like, you guys just look at me like, you know, she's just a beauty queen. And like, I could see how they were confused. But then she later on clarifies like, no, I, I meant pageants. Like I did pageants and whatnot, which yes. she just worded it per- poorly. So I am, I would have reacted the same way as they did. Like you just called yourself a beauty queen. But then when she cleared it up, I knew what she was talking about. And then Jax made a comment. And then from there, James makes a comment about Mm -hmm. Brittany. And they're going back and forth now. And they're making comments about each other. And then Jax says, I'm going after James because he made a comment about Brittany. And then James is like, well, you made a comment about Raquel. And that's true. Like, if if Jax is going to make a comment about Raquel, then James is probably going to make a comment about Brittany. But it's going to be way meaner. Exactly. And it's tough. But it's like, at what point point do you just 
take the high road. Like right. if if James just didn't respond, Jax looks like the asshole for right. just being mean to Raquel and then that's it, you know? Yeah. Instead, James, because he comes back harder and makes him look worse, you start calling Brittany a hillbilly and you're doing yeah, her no. accent. Not nice. And you're just totally making fun of her and it's tough. And then... That part made me yeah. so mad. So I'm just like... She's from Kentucky. She yeah. can't help that she's from Kentucky. I know. Her family's from Kentucky. Now you're insulting not just her, you're Maybe insulting everybody. Maybe we hate your accent, James. Yeah, right? What if she said that to him? Yeah. You stupid accent. Yeah. He would have went off. So I, I didn't think that was fair at all. It was just low blow after low blow. And then I, I just... I like Tom and Ariana. I just have a very hard time with them supporting James and, mm-hmm. over other people. Yeah. So it's like 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 Britney freaked out because she was like, hey, you're my best, like you're Jax's best man in his wedding. Maybe shut the fuck up and stop like yelling at us. Right. So I think that if Tom Sandoval really, you know, feels a way about Jax and Britney and James and whatnot, just just keep quiet. Like yeah. you don't even have to come back at Jax and be like, you said this. And then James, you said this. Just sit there like everybody else is doing. All you had to do was sit there and you wouldn't have caused any other problems. Yeah. And now you have Jax in the pre- in this uh, preview to next episode being like, you don't have to be in my wedding. Yeah. Which I would be, if he was my best man, I would be blowing him up after. I'd be like, you're fucking kidding me? You're going to you're gonna defend them? Yeah. Which is like, I, I don't get it. I don't it's get just, it. It's just line after line that James has thrown out that just gets worse and worse every time. So it's just yeah. like, it's so... It's so crazy that that it happens like that every time that it, that he just can't like he gets word vomit and he just can't shut up. And we saw Andy, maybe one of Andy's best reunion lines of all time, just being like, guys, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I loved it. I need Andy Cohen saying shut the fuck up on loop. I know. Just sh- and the way I need, he said a, it, I need to shut the fuck up, Andy Button. So when people are talking to yes. me and it just plays Andy saying "shut the fuck like up," the way he said it was just so amazing because you could tell he was just so over it. He's, He's like, so over it because everybody was screaming over each other. You couldn't hear anything anyway. Like it was madness. Yeah, for like they, the last three minutes, and they started screaming as soon as Lisa left the room, mm-hmm. which was the funny part. We'll see if it continues next week on the part two reunion, which I can't wait for. Yeah, definitely can't wait. We got two episodes left of Game of Thrones before the finale. Great episode. I I felt like immediate reaction. Everybody was super happy about yes. it, which made me happy. But then I had my sister coming in this morning like that episode sucked. Like so. And, you know, now she's like sending me articles saying people are saying at season eight episode four was the worst episode ever like just not worst true. episode ever that's not everybody true. relax it's just like i thought last night everybody was coming together like this is going to yeah. be the one we all like i think pretty much everybody here enjoyed it but there was obviously obviously people still really can't get yeah. can't can't get over it the thing is everybody's going to complain no matter what so if it was a good episode a bad episode doesn't matter people are going to complain it could it could have been the best episode ever and people were still yeah. going to find something wrong with it the number one problem with the episode was the starbucks cup being left on the table mm. that was the number one problem with the episode that was a friend's mistake yeah if you saw my video of monica from friends changing into a different person that was a friend's mistake on game of thrones i don't 
I don't really know why people freaked out. Like, I didn't notice when I was watching the episode. I only noticed when I saw it when I saw it on Twitter, and I was like, okay, they they fucked up. Okay, because it's not like something to be outraged. No, about. no, no. But I wouldn't say outraged, but I do understand being like, what the fuck? Come on, get All it right, together. They made one mistake. You, you left a Starbucks coffee cup on the table. Yeah, during a party after killing the night king you guys weren't aware of that that's why i'm like that i was a little iffy on that they probably had it on the table for two seconds and then somebody took it away but during editing they put it in for a split second because they just forgot you know yeah i don't know i don't know that was a mistake it was a friend's mistake in my mind and i didn't like it no number one problem with the episode doesn't bother me whatsoever you know what fran well that's great for you (laughs) but it bothers some other people including myself but other than that i really enjoyed the episode it was back to people you know with cersei and all of that and it was just a lot of talking which i i actually do enjoy people sometimes live for the battles and the killing and whatnot of game of thrones i like a little bit of both and that's what we got this episode we got all the talking in the beginning we got a little party in the beginning and at the end they really came in and yeah. stabbed us in the heart i um i feel like i i like the human interaction way more than me too the night king stuff so i'm like I'm so over it. I'm like, ugh, the Night King. Right. I'm like, it's over. It's done. I don't even care about the Night King. And everyone's like, they didn't talk about the Night King. Yeah. They didn't talk about the Night King. And I do understand why some people would right, be frustrated just, about how they just the Night King. blew past it. They didn't even mention the Night King. Like, such a big thing. No reaction to Arya killing the Night King. Yeah. But I'm going to move past it because I'm over the Night King and I don't really care about him. Right. I'm over the Night King now. It's going to be funny, I feel like, looking back at the whole show from start to finish and being like wow he he played such a huge part in this entire show and then they just kind of like killed him and moved on right it's like okay right all right but <laughs> cersei is back she's a bad motherfucker everybody knows yeah. that she is not to be messed with she's yeah. not to be messed with you know obviously you i hate her i hate her so much i want somebody to stab her in the heart mm-hmm. but at the same time i love watching her yeah. I love it. Well, it, it's like you want her to die right at the end. To like make it all the way through the show, create yes. all the drama, create all the, the madness. But then you want her to be the one who dies. Right. I want... That's the thing. I want her to keep creating madness. Yeah. And I love Danny going mad queen. Like, I love her getting crazy, which I called that. Yeah. Tip my cap. Um, I love that part. So I want to keep seeing them go head to head. But in the end, I do want Cersei to die like i'm not out here rooting for her to win and take over and kill everybody right. else but create a little chaos yeah exactly no you're very very right but they they uh started off in winterfell celebrating whatever and they had the big party aria just shutting down gendry was just just i knew she was gonna say yeah. no and i was like oh no what is he doing i know i know and everyone's like shitting on gendry like oh you know he proposed after they had sex yeah. for the first time i i think it's funny because right now we're like oh my god Arya, she's such a bad bitch like she hit it and quit it she was out but then with jamie we're like what an asshole like he had sex with brianne and then yeah. left you know yeah well it's it's right totally di- it's so hard to, com- to it's, compare it's hard the two. to hard to compare the two but we're rooting for Arya to hit and quit it and jamie were like no yeah i mean i i could not be more out on 
Jamie and Brienne. <laughs> and Brienne it's like I know it's, it's all, crazy it's to me. Like as soon as they got close to each other, I was like, oh fucking a! I don't want to watch this. I was like, Arya. I would 10 out of 10 rather watch that girl sleep with Gendry over and over again than watch Brienne and Jamie do whatever they did. Right. For a second, I thought we were getting Brienne's titties on the screen. And I, I honestly was going to be floored. I know. I thought we were going to get like full sex scene also. And yeah. I was like, please, God, no, don't do So it. you didn't don't. want it. No, I, I didn't want it I at all. I would have fully embraced it like I embrace every sex scene on the show. I watch it all. I take it in. I would have done the same with Brian and Jamie, but I totally understand where you're coming from because in my mind, I was like, oh, fuck, we're really about to see I, these two. I just don't get any romantic vibes from them. Like, in the episode, I, I forget who said it, but they were like, oh, you know, the, their chemistry or whatever. I'm like, what fucking chemistry? They, I don't, they have zero on air romantic chemistry. I, I, I agree with that. I think it's like false chemistry. Like, you know, they're, they're good pals. Yes. And they help each other. Yes. And, you know, just because they're a boy and a girl doesn't mean that they have to have chemistry right. and, and, you know, something comes from it. Maybe they really are just good friends and get along and have great friend chemistry. Yeah. But the I sexual it. chemistry, mm, 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 I don't mm. think it's flying off the mm, screen. Mm. I liked it when it was just they had a very nice mutual respect for each yes! other. Yes. I was like, That's I was like, great. this is great. Like they yeah. have each other's back. They don't need to be sleeping with each other. And that just goes show because there we go. We watch them hook up. Brienne catches feelings. Yep. She, clearly she must have already had a, a ton before obviously right and then off he goes back to cersei which is not shocking like no, i'm not, not at all i'm not gonna sit here and call jamie like oh i'm it, happy he did because yeah. now now I, we get chaos yeah, exactly fuck yeah like if he just stayed in winterfell with brienne that'd be so boring. no it would be like oh brienne and jamie they're gonna run off together no, yeah, no, no no i'm not gonna sit here and be like oh jamie's a fuck boy this that the other thing like he left brienne like brienne maybe you shouldn't have slept with jamie okay you should have kept kept it Kept it business. Yeah, it's way... They should have just friend, right, friend, right. friend it up. That's but it. let's rewind to uh, episode two when I called out Jamie not drinking his drink when Tyrion said, let's drink to self-betterment. Yeah, yeah. And Tyrion drank it and Jamie did not drink it. And I said... He's not going to better himself. He's going to go back to Cersei. Yeah. And look, he goes. Some people are saying that he's going to kill Cersei, though. What do you think about that? Mm, I highly doubt it. I, I actually don't want him to be the one to kill Cersei. I, I would I would like for him to just go f- deep into like, yes, I bang my sister and I'm going to keep banging my sister. Yeah, I, I could see him maybe getting the opportunity and thinking about it, but not actually being able right. to go through with it. He Especially said it- if she's pregnant. Like, he's going to go back and kill her while she's pregnant with his kid. Yeah, and he... Exactly, friend. Like, that's dark. Exactly. That's dark. Thank you for bringing that point up. She has his baby inside of her. Yeah. That means he would kill her baby. Yeah, that's, his that's... baby, his own baby. He's not going to do that. And he said it a million times. He would do anything for Cersei. Mm-hmm. So I didn't really get the vibe that he's going to kill Cersei, but that's what a lot of people think. Yeah. I'm hoping it's not him who kills Cersei. Although, like, I don't really want Arya to kill Cersei either because she already killed the Night King. Yeah. She's going to kill both. Yeah. And that's going to be, that's it. Right. And there's been. Unless she does it in a way that's like she's using the faceless men and she kills, Mm. she kills him in a way, kills her in a way that she's using somebody else's face or something like that. Like she's like Jamie or something, but just her killing Cersei. Yeah. It'll just be the same ending as the Night King. Right. It'd be, it'd be pretty crazy if she got two big kills. Yeah. 
Two big kills. She can't have everything. Yeah, and so that when when she left with the hound, I was like, all right, they're gonna go fuck shit up. I don't know what we're gonna like. We're not gonna see them until they just pop up randomly in King's Landing and just are creating madness. But uh, there, some of the complaints that that I understand because in some moments I felt the same way was that they're cutting away from conversations that people want to see so it was like john telling aria and sansa about you know who he really is and he just like is like brought tell them and then it cuts away and then sansa saying Tyrion like what if we had a better option and then they cut away again but it's just like how many times can we watch them explain who john is right with that because if they did that i bet people would be, be would be complaining about that like oh they wasted five minutes explaining who john is again right i i i was pissed when they cut the scene just because i wanted to really see sansa and Arya's reaction but i think that they could have shown their reaction yeah. later on which they didn't do like we right we, which they kind of did with Tyrion, Tyrion talking but, yes. about it but but then yeah. we never really get the full reaction to them finding out were they like what the fuck yeah you know what how did they react we don't see that which made me mad but I'm going to move on from it because as the episode went on, mm-hmm. it got crazier and I can't wait until next week because I think next week is going to be the best episode of the season yeah. after what happened this time. And we fully see Danny going mad. Like she's going to go nuts. What did you think about the theory now that aria is gonna kill danny because people were like oh danny has green eyes but i don't think she has green eyes danny has bluish green eyes they're like yeah. right they're like kind of in between and everyone was like oh, in the book she has violet eyes well all right that's in the book and yeah. you can't just say like aria is not gonna kill danny because mm-hmm. she's got purple eyes in the book right um but i spent so much time looking at pictures and like stills from the show i'm like those look blue to me yeah they're <laughs> but I, I think they're blue i think they're bluish with like a hint of green yeah in the middle. yeah right so i was like hmm, i don't know about that i but. don't know i'm hoping i'm hoping it comes down to like john and danny having to kill one or like kill each other yeah like I, john has to kill danny or danny has to kill yes, john yes like when when danny was in their like situation room and was like, I'm here to take down tyrants, whatever. And I was like, girl, you sound like a tyrant. Yep. Like, she sounds like a tyrant. She's I, getting, like, totally, the power is getting to her. With Cersei just knocking off her people one by one. Like, she, everybody's dying. Now she's, yeah. not, Jorah's gone, down a dragon, uh, down Masande. Like, I gasped. When the dragon oh, went same, down. Same. I was not expecting that. No. Fucking Euron just firing the off the that arrows. Euron, that pirate. I mean, the fact that Euron got to kill a dragon. No, like he got to kill a dragon. That shouldn't be allowed. so unfair. It shouldn't be he allowed. He is not worthy of killing no. a dragon. Like, not now at all. he has that on his resume. I hate that. Yeah, he he got to kill one of Daenerys' dragons. It's fucked up. Um, but you could see Danny's crazy eyes mm-hmm. bouncing off the screen. Like Danny is. Any jealous girl on earth in those moments where you just see her eyes going crazy. Like she's grabbing John. She's like, you you can't tell anybody. And the craziness is just coming at you yeah. from the TV. Yeah. I felt it. I'm excited about it. Yeah. Oh, and it, you could tell even just at the end with everything with this with the standoff and she was just boiling like 
And that was another thing people were upset about is that they cut away like Missande was just gone. Like they were like, how was she captured? We don't know. She was just yeah, captured. Just captured. Um, which I didn't really like. I don't know. That didn't bother me that much. I was like, oh, you, like we said, they're running out of time. They're which yeah. is a reason to complain. I guess they're moving very fast. Um, but it, that's just what they're going to have to do. Like we're not going to see any travel time. Like they're going to be in one place and the next place, and now they're all here. And uh, and Cersei's just killing all Danny's people. What did you think about ghosts not getting a proper goodbye? Look, it made me very sad. I have to say, I feel like that's one thing that you would have been stuck on, and I didn't. I haven't heard you talk. No, about I it know. Yet. I yes, but it's also annoying me about how uh, mad everybody on the internet is about it. I'm like, all right, everybody, chill out. Yeah. Right? So like, I truthfully, at, I I moved past it right. very fast. At I didn't first, even think about it, which may be fucked up on my part, but I I moved past it. Like, Ghost doesn't talk. I'm sorry, he doesn't really do anything for the show for me. At first. Uh, that was my reaction. I was like, oh my God, Ghost is so sad. And yeah. It's just like whimpering. And I meant it broke my heart. And then as I just was going through tweets and whatever, it was just so many people complaining about it. I was like, all right, everybody needs everybody, so many people complain. Everybody needs to relax. It was, it was sad, but maybe, you know, John wasn't able to, uh, to say goodbye. It would have been too hard for him because saying goodbye to your beloved Dyer Wolf would be very upsetting. Uh, how? What did you think about the writers hitting Jon Snow with more s- small jokes? So I agree with Feidelberg on this yeah. take. Feidelberg wrote a blog and he tweeted like, what did Jon Snow, Kit Harrington, do yeah. to the writers to deserve short joke after short joke yep. after short joke? And I agree. I don't like, even though he is short in the show, obviously, I feel like you can't really tell yeah. how small he is in the show. So I'm like, why are we bringing real life into the show? Well, like Feidelberg said in his blog, they tried so hard in the early seasons to not show how small he was. Mm-hmm. Like they didn't really put compare him to to other people, and it wasn't like that. Like it wasn't so obvious that he was so short. And I I remember not till later being so surprised, or everybody was so surprised by how short Kit Harrington was. And now it's just like. Everyday, everyday conversation. Yeah. Danny's making jokes. Tormund's making jokes. They're like, he's a tiny man. <laughs> you know, sucks. you know who uh, got the most lucky in this episode? Tormund and Podrick. Mm, Podrick. Podrick. Podrick had such a smirk on his face. Lucky. At one point, I forget who was talking. It might have been, it might have been Sansa and the Hound. And in the background, Pod just had his arm around two girls yep. and they just walked exactly. away together. I was like, oh, Patrick. Yeah. Okay, buddy. Getting some action and then the episode and the party, we don't see him again for the rest of the episode. Same with Tormund. Yeah. He gets a girl, he goes off. Good for them. Yeah. They had a great time at the party. The the who shit my pants line was very funny. Yes, very funny. I like his comedic relief. So it. do I. So many people are complaining about how bad the writing is. Right. They think the writing has just gone to shit. Doesn't bother me that much. I'll, I'll admit that I I can see that the writing is definitely changing. Yeah, like it it has definitely changed from the past seasons. Yes. I feel like it used to be you know you have to pay attention a lot more because you need to pay attention to every word they're saying because it was a little confusing and the yeah. dialogue was very in depth. Where now I watch it and I feel like I'm I'm watching like any other show that's not easy to follow, but it, it is 
easier because the dialogue is less complicated. Right. Yeah. No, you're. It's definitely. You're definitely right. I think there has right. But I'm not going to complain about it. No, it doesn't really bother me that much because I feel like the drama and the action is all. It's all still there. Is there a line every once in a while that I'm like, like yeah, but like sometimes, (laughs) sometimes there's some cheesy lines. I take a step back and I'm like, I'm just going to brush that off and act like they didn't say that in this show. Exactly. But but then you get moments where it's like, um, like when Tyrion and Varys were discussing like what they're going to do take down Danny do they want it to mean, be Jon Snow I was like that that I felt like was classic conversation which was amazing right I agree what do you think about that Ver- I mean Varys is switching before our eyes he's like fuck this it was like like that yeah all of a sudden he's like let's kill her yeah he's let's, like let's, go, let's I, get rid of this yeah crazy so I, but I I think he was right when he was like I see it I'm worried about her I'm yeah. worried about her Mm-hmm. I could see it in her eyes. It's happening. Yeah, well, I mean, he was right when he was like, hey, if you just go torch King's Landing, everybody's going to hate you because right. you're just going to kill all these people. Um, and now I bet Danny is going to be pretty pissed that she didn't listen to that advice because she lost a dragon that way. Yeah, she lost a dragon. So now she has one dragon. She was the mother of the dragons. That dragon. And it's, it's going to be no longer soon because it's she's open got. open season on it's, that dragon. Yeah, she's got one dragon left. Anything could happen. Cersei or Euron can come out of anywhere with some arrows and take it down. What do you think about Cersei not killing any of them while they're standing right in front of her? Yeah. There was a weird, there was a, a lot of conversation about that. Like, why didn't they shoot one of those giant dragon killing right. arrows at, at the one remaining dragon? Why didn't. They, they just kill. light up the whole yep. place. Um, but I think it's just because they came together in like a peaceful way. Like the, it was it was supposed to be a discussion situation. Um, and I, I feel like that's just a strategy, right? right? Like it's Cersei not like Cersei could have taken them all out, but it's just, maybe it's just so much more powerful for her to kill Danny's best friend and then be like all right see ya yeah and also Cersei has wanted to kill Tyrion forever now but I like obviously Cersei will kill anybody but I think when it comes to Tyrion yeah I don't know if she has the balls to do it yeah and she wants to kill him and she could kill him but she hasn't yet Mm -hmm. so we'll see I wonder if Sansa's gonna come into play here if she's yeah, Staying we gotta in figure Winterfell. out what's going on with her because, because something big has to happen because she's kind of just flying along right. here. And it seems like she's staying in Winterfell, which would which would be interesting to me because one, well, she hates Cersei. She wants to take down Cersei. But now it seems like she wants Danny out big time or else she wanted to blab right away to Tyrion. Yeah, I think she wants Danny out. And I think that... Like, would she take that into her own hands, or is she just going to stay in Winterfell? I don't I, know. Com- I was with Arya on this one. Arya said she respects Jon mm-hmm. for, you know, bending the knee to Danny, and she respects it because they needed the dragons, they needed her army, they needed what she had, or else they would have been dead. But yeah. also, she doesn't trust her. Yeah. And I think that sums it up great. I yeah. think, yeah, Danny needed needed her. But she can't be trusted. She's ready to take down everyone. And you know that because she wanted John not to tell anybody. Yeah, I mean, she started to freak right then and there. Started to freak out. 
it's going to be a disaster for them. And Tyrion thinking that the two of them could possibly rule together. Uh oh, uh, no, no way. Danny is jealous. Yeah, she's when everyone was praising John and Brienne and Tyrion and Jamie were all laughing together, not having it. Maybe she would have been okay with it if John did agree to not tell anybody who he actually was. But now, if they did become king and queen, but everybody knows who John really is. She's going to know that she's like the inferior. And right. that's not what she wants. She does not want to be the inferior, but she is. I think she's going to bite it so hard now. I really, I don't know what's going to happen, what about, but if um, she lives, I'm going to be shocked. I'm going to be shocked if she lives. I, I'm not saying I hope she dies, but that would really make everyone shut up, I think. Yeah. If they were like, oh, Game of Thrones is not ruthless enough. Too nice, too nice, too nice. Danny dying, beloved Daenerys dying. Yeah. I think that would rip a lot of people's hearts out. Actually seeing her dead. I know. Come on. What did you think about Gendry being a ward now? Happy for him. It's just like a good... Well, I was happy for him until he got totally rejected. So it was like... Yeah. It was like he had such a high moment. Now I feel like it's a low, which is... Which was which was crazy. And now it's so funny when we break this all down because I I my sister I'm sorry, I'm totally shitting on my sister, but she was like it was boring and nothing I was like boring. Why? There's so and I completely forgot about Braun just coming in and be like, Hey, give me high garden, bitch. Like I got River Was Run. he high? <laughs> was Braun high during that scene? Because that what came move? out of that came out of nowhere. Nowhere. Just, just waltz came right, out of nowhere. Waltz right in, was like, Hey, I'm here, I'm supposed to kill you. Yeah. What's you you got a better offer? Now I'm gonna go back and just wait and see who wins. Like, pretty smart on his part. Yeah. He's like, Hey, Cersei probably is going to lose, so give me a better offer. I won't kill you. And if Jamie and Tyrion just die anyway, they'll never like they'll never know. Yeah. Like Cersei won't know that he <laughs> that right. he tried to double cross. Cersei, I don't know how she can lose. They got those big fucking arrows. I don't know what they there's are. There's only one dragon now. And there's only one dragon. Mm-hmm. So I mean, there's only so much that dragon can do before it gets killed. Yeah. Is there anything else we missed in this episode? I don't know. That was a lot. But I feel like I feel like we touched I feel on like everything. We, I feel like we covered it all. And going forward, I'm going to... There's two more episodes left. Yeah. So... And how long are each episode now? I'm not sure, but I hope they're long. An hour and a half, I think, plus. Yeah. I'm going to put it in that I think Danny or John, one of them is going to have to kill the other one. Or yeah. not have to kill, but like Danny is going to go mad and kill Jon Snow mm-hmm. or one of the Starks is going to have to take down Danny because she's going to yeah. be out of control. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to hopefully a Hound versus Mountain situation. Yeah, we we still um, haven't gotten that yet, which yeah. I'm sure it's coming. It has to come. It has to come, I would hope. And I would also hope that Grey Worm just like goes psycho on we didn't King's even, Landing. We didn't even mention Grey Worm. Poor he Grey Worm. just watched his girl's head get chopped mm-hmm. off. Poor Grey Worm. I mean, he no offense, but Grey Worm should have died in the battle. Yeah. Like, he, he was the first in line. He should have been murked. Yeah. Not because I want him to die, but because it just logistically doesn't make sense that he's still there. Like, how he's alive, but Sandy's not. Crazy. Yeah. There, that was... That was the only area where there was maybe some inconsistencies, right? Like yeah. right after the Battle of Winterfell, Winterfell looked fine and they were like, yeah, we lost half of the Dothraki and half of like... That's just not true. Half of the Unsullied. Like, 
Really? Like, really? It probably would have been more than that, I I thought. think you lost basically all of them. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. Eh, I don't know. I mean, what, that, that's what they decide to do. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're so easy like that. We're yeah. like, yeah, you know what? I'm Whatever. always like, that was, it's weird. that was weird. I'm not going to lose sleep over it. Like, <laughs> no, no. Why would moving you? On. Why would you move, lose sleep over it? I feel like next week is going to be crazy because the next, the trailer for next week was so short. So and they, short. They didn't, and they didn't show anything. So I feel like they're trying to keep everything top secret. Which I hope, I hope it's is a good season. sign. I know. I know. I have chills and especially a reminder what Amelia Clark said about episode five. Yeah. She said, you know, Battle of Winterfell was Battle of Winter- Winterfell, but episode five is way crazier. Yeah. So I'm pumped for that. Wow. Can't wait. Me too. Rothy's shoes are so amazing. They're stylish, sustainable, comfortable, washable, really all in one pair of shoes. They are the perfect flat for life on the go. Plus, they are made out of recycled plastic water bottles. I love my Rothy's so much. I have the loafers in Mocha Spot. I think it's a super cute design. Their designs are changing all the time, but it's like a a leopard print with red and blue accents. It goes with everything. They're great for work or going out or any kind of occasion. And best of all, they're super, super comfortable. They are the everyday flat for life on the go. They're so stylish and versatile and they go with everything. They come in a wide range of colors and patterns and they're available in four different silhouettes. I have the loafer. They launch new colors and patterns every few weeks and they sell out constantly. So get on top of that. They just launched a Moroccan teal design for the loafers. That is so cute. Those might be the next ones that I have to get. Since Rothy's are seamlessly crafted from recycled water bottles, they're so comfortable as soon as you slip them on. There's zero break in period in these shoes. It will blow your mind that they're made from recycled water bottles. In fact, Rothy's has diverted over 25 million water bottles from landfills. And to top it all off, guys, they are machine washable. So every time you need to refresh them, you just toss them in the washing machine. They're brand new when they come out. It's like getting a fresh pair every laundry day. Rothy's are manufactured in a zero-waste factory, and they ship directly in the shoebox, so there's no unnecessary packaging. These are feel-good flats in more ways than one. Right now, Rothy's has an amazing deal for our listeners. Use code OFFICE to get free shipping with no minimum. That's free shipping and free returns exchanges on your Rothy shoe, and trust me, you will not return them. Go to rothys.com, that's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com, and enter. Shall I take your order, or do you need a minute? Ah, yes, I'll be ready. Just buying a car on Carvana. What? It's super convenient. I already got pre-qualified in two minutes. All I had to do was answer a few questions. What? That's handy. Yeah, now I'm customizing my down and monthly payments. What? That's an exquisite deal. And just like that, Carvana's delivering my car in a couple days. What? Oh, yeah. Uh, Sorry, I'll have the burrito. Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. Delivery fees may apply. Um, Do you tell Rob? I told Rob last night. So Smart. Because I wanted him. He didn't see it, though. I wanted him to um, wake up and watch Good Morning America. Um, So I told him, and he, like, set an alarm because... 
you guys probably saw it was yeah. post Vegas mm-hmm. weekend. Yep. It's a little yep. hard to wake up yep. in the morning. I was like, all you have to do is walk your ass to the living room yeah. and hit the button. Yeah. Watch me for my 10 minute segment. Go back to bed. Um, so that's what he did. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, it's been. That's amazing. Can you cool. talk us through? We saw the video, but can you talk us through sitting in that room and going through those pictures? Yeah, they had they had told me, you know, you're going to come in, you're going to do some interviews for um they always do this like the making of um what it takes like all the behind the scenes of all the girls to make the issue. So girls were invited in they were doing that that was not out of the ordinary and they had also told me you're going to be watching back in your video um your behind the scenes video from when you shot in australia i was the first one to shoot for the issue so we're talking back to halloween time so it was like that was a yeah. shock in itself to go back and watch the video i forgot half the swimsuits i wore that day and the video was just rolling and they were like every 15 seconds we're going to stop it talk to us um this year it's about shattering perceptions it's more than just you know a a beautiful face and a sexy body you know it's about your message what do you stand behind you know walk us through what it what it meant to you what it feels like to be in the issue to to be shooting for for this issue this year so that's exactly what I did we I broke it down every 15 seconds I stopped I let them know what was going through my head at the time Um, it was exciting talking about that and little did I know the ultimate surprise literally of my life was going to be flashed before my eyes at the end of that video so the video clips rolled they were like here's the last segment and I watched it I'm like beaming and then my face drops because no one spoke or said anything or warned me and there was just the image on the small monitor of this that is yeah. insane and, and then mj came in i had my head in my hands you i kind of blacked your out face. like you looked at it and you were like what <laughs> like, i was i was actually nervous to see that reveal video because you i mean kind of compare it to like a night out blacking out right yeah and then someone posting a video the next day and being like oh shit yeah, <laughs> yeah. like that was my blackout moment right yeah. there that because was you it. shot it so long ago what it, how did you feel when you found out that you were the first person that was going to do the shoot? I felt I feel like I only found out like three weeks before I went. I remember yeah. I was eating like a Snickers ice cream bar in the airport and I got the phone call and they were like, are you sitting down for this? And I was like, is this good or bad news? And yeah. they're like, you're shooting in three weeks in Australia. You're the first one up. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Sweet. But that's also the greatest thing of all time is that. Being a part of Sports Illustrated Swimsuit, not to get too sentimental, but it's like really helped me on my journey to self love. Mm-hmm. And like, is this the best shape I've been in in my entire life to date? No. Is it the best I've ever felt? 100%. And Sports Illustrated Swimsuit has played a huge role in that for me, starting from like such a young age, being able to like recognize um, just like, loving every inch of you like i'm a firm believer of not comparing yourselves to others and it's really hard to do in this day and age especially in the age of technology and social media and i hope that this issue can you know even if it's just one person that helps them you know view themselves or help them help a friend to just love every inch of yourselves start to change your mind because as soon as you do that i swear to god it changes your life because this cover right here is for like all the dreamers all the people who've been told no who just like need to instill hope inside themselves that they will hear that yes because nothing gets in the way of like passion wanting something so bad. I mean, you guys probably start off with the dream of having this podcast yeah. come to life, yeah. being in an office full of men. Look where you're at. Yeah, totally dominating. Yeah, yeah. Do- like you guys literally <laughs> showed up at what what award show was that? 
people's, uh, people's choice awards. Choice awards. Like, okay. <laughs> and you guys Camille, are like not 17 years yeah, old or you. whatever, 20 yeah. I don't even know, and just like killing the game. So you guys know, though, you're passionate yeah. about it. There's, there was literally no one or nothing, no matter how many critics and people that were out there that were like, chicks in the office, nah. Yeah. Yeah. You were like, watch me. Yeah. Totally, I, I agree with you 100%. Are about to have a group cry? No, I know, because I <laughs> like getting emotional, <laughs> and I don't want to cry on this podcast, but I feel tears coming from my eyes. I don't know why. Um, but I do think it's, it's part of the fact that you entered the Sports Illustrated swimsuit search. Like, it wasn't like, you know, you, it was just given to you and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Like, you actually put yourself out there, you made a video, and that's how you got to where you are today. And I find that really inspiring because it makes other people, they're, you know, they're doing mm-hmm. more searches. Like, yeah, why be afraid to make a video? Exactly. Like, look what can happen from Every it. time that I have taken a risk or I have questioned anything i mean it's it sounds like a bunch of like positive affirmation bullshit like take a risk you know if it's not a challenge then it like then it wouldn't be a sweeter victory like but it's so it's so true if it were easy everyone would be doing it um i i knew for years i wanted to be in sports illustrated swimsuit i knew for years that there was going to be a way i didn't know when and i didn't know how especially the more years that went on that i was still wasn't getting a sign i was still being told no i was still like being looked at like that's a crazy ass dream like and they'd be like find something else and i'll like i'll let you know what i'm going to do next after i figure out how i'm going to do this and i just remember when the open call happened i was like this has to be my in Mm -hmm. this has to be it if i can't get in through the agencies then then i'm going to have to pitch myself yeah yeah um so it just makes this that much sweeter being able to like yeah and i didn't i didn't have to change who i was it was actually the more that i embraced all that i was um good things happened yeah yeah does it feel like it it does it feel like it's happened so fast because it's really only been two two years over little over two years i feel like it's one of those things where like people always say you know when you're in the fast lane like stop down the slow lane and reflect that's this day even though it i feel like i'm i've i'm very happy that i have a lot of like media training and doing a lot of this stuff because i'm i'm able to enjoy these conversations and enjoy like these moments and like enjoying the feel of this and instead of being like oh thank god that's done and that interview's done i'm like oh my gosh this is so fun and I'm yeah. going to remember this day and sharing this news for the rest of my life like we were in and out of Good Morning America like that but I soaked up like every second of it whereas usually I would be scrambling like so nervous but I was like I'm just gonna take a deep breath talk how I would normally talk in a regular conversation and just like enjoy the ride Yeah. Um. so it's definitely wild but it's super super cool to like stop and reflect a little bit. Were you nervous uh, about Tyra Banks because Tyra <laughs> Tyra is also on one of the covers mm-hmm. as well as Alex Morgan yes. and we all know Tyra Banks she is an icon. Mm-hmm. What was that like? Because we're seeing all the videos of you two today, and you guys are like two peas in a pod yeah. today, and it's Tyra fucking Banks, I, like girl. <laughs> but it's like you're sharing a yeah, co- like, like you're sharing you with Tyra Banks on the so cover in the nuts. same year. Like you won America's Next Top Model. Oh my god, <laughs> it was so true, <laughs> so true. So when when MJ had walked in with my cover, um, obviously she let me get the news, and then she was she I was able to like collect myself kind of yeah, yeah. Um, for her to say you are one of three and handed me over Tyra and Alex's cover and immediately right away I was like this is epic yeah. you have three different women at three different points in their careers um, you know you have an incredible athlete who's smack dab in the middle of like now going training for World Cup right now right like she has like 
done the damn thing and she capitalizes on her platform doing like for the better good of the people and then you have Tyra Banks who is like an icon living mm-hmm. I feel like I'm Will Smith now yeah. <laughs> um, can you like drop that music but yeah um, then we have like and you know 45 years old rocking the cover killing it yeah it's insane I agree and I'm I- like a, a, a young Buck. Yeah. Is that the word I'm looking <laughs> yes, for? Young Buck. Yes, I was going to say a young, young pig buck. for some reason. I don't know why. A young Buck. But it, I, I agree completely. <laughs> like a piglet. I don't know why. Yeah, but a young, a young, and then pig. It was, a young pig. Just <laughs> hoping to one day be chick. big pig. Just winking my way through the world. <laughs> but Buck was the right word. It yes, came out. Buck, buck is the right word. But I agree. I love the fact that it's three different co- covers with three totally different people. Like Alex is an athlete. Tyra, yes. she's, you know, she's been through it all and yeah. Yeah. you are coming up through si different looks same messages your cover like, says a star is born oh i mean tell me something <laughs> boy i was like begging mj Break because there was no music yeah and i was like can we just play like something from the soundtrack i just feel yeah, yeah i mean like, there it is like how do you not i know i'm like do i get to meet lady gaga now yeah. too <laughs> no but when i saw the tyra thing i was like hold up do i get to meet these girls now and um because rob's met alex before i think they have like a couple pictures together and being like two insane athletes together um but when they were like you're gonna be meeting her and you'll be going like hand in hand with her and good morning america i was like holy shit yeah because you know you talk to people all the time and it's not often that i'm like starstruck and i i had to take a moment and then i walked in i was like oh give me a hug (laughs) yeah how how was the initial meet oh were you like hi i'm camille nice to meet you or we know like girls breaking molds and i mean i remember seeing her body and being like damn yeah she's awesome she makes me love my curves and for as much as we know her from america's next top model and a million other things we also know her from her movie Mm-hmm. Life size. Right. And Correct. so when I saw her with her big, beautiful eyes and she was wearing this Barbie pink dress, I was like, Did you start singing Be a Star to her out loud? No. I wish you did. Shine, <laughs> right? Shine. I don't know the other words. Be, be a star. Yeah, show her that where, clip. Where you are. Be a star. <laughs> wow, that yeah. was so bad. So bad. You We're guys the worst have been singers. singing on... a lot lately on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Thank you for noticing. Thanks, we have. Camille. Yeah. We have song? been singing. Which one? Um, I came up with two songs. She came up with two. Starving Marvin. Oh, Starving Marvin, and she also wrote a rap. I also wrote a rap, which I won't do right now. Please. Wait, do you freestyle? It was a freestyle rap. Do you right now? Come I on. can't. Okay. Yes, you fine. Can. Okay. Oh, <laughs> twist my arm. Oh, please stop begging me, Camille. Yeah. Will you give me a beat, though? Yeah. Okay. I don't uh, even know wait. if I remember. You have it written down. Oh, right. I do have it written oh, down. Okay. Oh, so we're not. You're not gonna freestyle. No, but it's freestyle. She came up with it freestyling but okay. then she was like this is so good let me write it down okay. yeah it's it is freestyle it's called blunt thought okay. do you usually it's what blunt thought it's called blunt thought this is what i'm saying Camille. What the heck it's a does that mean? <laughs> it means nothing it means nothing it's kind of like made a song like talkie talkie like it's yeah not yeah blunt thought but like it picks up all right yeah. wait let me think of a beat i feel like you usually do the beats all right you uh, you set it off and then camille will jump in i'll do like a drum i mean this is an explicit rap so honestly this ready? is premium content do you charge for people to start listening to your podcast because no. like the, we need to charge like 129 like ready, you do on itunes you a beat. ready like okay. okay okay that's not it but whatever <laughs> i don't know what All it right, is just i'll start and then you jump in. you know what it is right, i don't ready? know what it is <laughs> okay i'm getting thotty with a blunt toddy titties in my face oh. i'll be rocking your body suicide doors in my ferrari smoke going up yeah now it's uh. a party open that window my little shoddy they want apologies but i ain't saying sorry wow 
Wow. Bravo. Yeah. That's what happens Rob. on this podcast. <laughs> oh my gosh. Listen, that was like ratchet. I'm not trying to be yeah. A, yeah, it was ratchet and I'm not trying to be a rapper, Camille. So don't get don't get it twisted. Okay. I'm a lyricist. It, the first time she did for for me and other people in the office, she was like, just letting you guys know it's a little risque. We were yeah. like, okay, Wait, that's can you how tell me the title works. again? Blunt One body. Yeah. One word. One word. How did that even happen? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Her put two and two together you're way. like a hot rapper though you could kill the game like you and cardi can be like nominees up for the billboards next well somebody year made a this. somebody made a beat and honestly it sounds like a cardi b song i'm it not gonna toot bit. my own horn but oh, okay it sounds like cardi b oh. okay wait <laughs> right, back to speaking camille of, because i'm speaking done with speaking of rap. billboards i wanted to talk to you about the billboards oh, because that was cool i was peeing my pants at all the photos of you just smiling behind every celebrity it's like taylor swift so what good would you do, and you're just like I would do the same thing. Right. Like, I'm not going to... Pre- I Let's be real. I model for a living. Yeah. I do on-camera reporting for a living. I know when a camera's in the room. I know this camera's here. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> I know that camera's there. I know that camera's there. Like, I know what's up. Yeah. Yeah. So, when the cameras come around, it's like... What am I going to do? Be like, oh, I didn't know. And, like, look over here. No. Bitch, I'm getting between Halsey and Taylor. And I'm like... It was so I had this makeup done. I paid a lot of money. This dress I designed. I am getting in the middle of this. So good. That See, that was our plan for the People's Choice Awards. But yet, we were not near any celebrities to do that. You were second row. No, and and that's the thing. Like, it was supposed to be, like, me and Rob sitting there behind Panic at the Disco and Taylor and Halsey and everything. And he had to present like he had a job yeah, to do yeah. and I was chilling and so I felt like I had to put in work <laughs> I had to take advantage yeah. of that time Rob was gone I was in the second row there was like all these seat fillers next to me yeah they were like they were all like I don't know what to do and I was like oh, I do yeah <laughs> <laughs> so good you, you got so much air you time. got a lot of air time like there was a lot of air time I think of my dancing you was the Mariah dancing, Carey yes yep. oh like you're solo you're Yolo rocking out the apartment. I was like oh my god yeah, more singing on the podcast <laughs> like anytime you go watch that performance from Mariah on YouTube you, you have to see you like do you crowd. think she saw it yeah. yeah you think Mariah doesn't watch herself I know back she thought, after I she performs Mariah Carey she's watched that video 10,000 times by now yeah honestly this past week Tyra Tyra met me. Mariah might have saw my face. Yeah. I photobombed Taylor Swift. I mean, Rob's you're on the, like, you, you whatever, got the cover of Sports Illustrated. Guy. Cover Sports <laughs> Illustrated. Who else did I meet? You guys, chicks Us. in the office. Yeah. <laughs> Who else? Wait, did you did you say you designed your dress? Yeah. That is awesome. You That's look amazing. beautiful. Nova McLaren. Shout out Nova McLaren. She's a designer. She designed my dress last year. Um, she was with a different company and now she's like on her own. So it's really cool because I feel like I'm like all my I designed like five pieces. I'll be wearing one this weekend. And it was one of those things where like we signed off on this contract that like I was going to wear them in like places where there'd be airtime, there'd yeah. be red carpets, yeah. whatever. And of course, Rob tells me about the billboard awards like five days before even though he's probably known for five months yeah and we all know what it takes to get ready for an award show yeah. you need a glam squad it's it's in vegas i don't live in vegas so obviously i'm having to like fly somebody in now and whatever else so i was like oh my gosh thank god i have dresses on deck kind of waiting for moments like this mm-hmm. so kind of pulled that white one out wanted some old hollywood glam hair yeah knew what i wanted my makeup to be like flew a glam squad in and um we made it work but i mean you looked absolutely stunning so the video you. you posted on instagram my Took jaw my breath dro- away. dropped to the ground it's like, it really was i just it wish really i knew how stunning. to do makeup like that like 
Me as too. do I. As do I don't I. know how to do makeup, and I really wish I knew how to like really make everything pop. Yeah. But I just don't get it. I also don't have the patience. Like that makeup took like two hours. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah, it's a lot. I feel that. It's so long to do on your own too. It's so different when somebody else is doing it. You can like. Yeah. Do I was other like things. unpatient too. Like unpatient impatient when i was sitting there and having it done i was like this takes so long like i get bored when i get manicure pedicures yeah that's why i don't get my nails done <laughs> i like have to yeah <laughs> so well, do I. uh but you were also partying in vegas you were in vegas for like a week you were there for a <laughs> I while i feel like you've been in vegas honestly like time. i want to i want to say that was like a little selfish that that retirement party was before the week of launch right. i needed my rest this weekend but i mm-hmm. also didn't want to miss a beat that weekend right. yeah and so how was the retirement weekend oh it was amazing but okay we were there from tuesday to sunday so because we, we stayed so there from yeah. billboard yeah so there was a lot i feel like that's way too much time in vegas i know <laughs> did you get invited to sophie turner and joe jonas's wedding no that's fucked up someone asked me that too there like one of the people that works for billboards was like did you just leave the wedding and i was like what wedding and i had to i actually found out from you guys <laughs> <laughs> like i knew it Last happened year. that night i think that's awesome yeah, yeah. would you and hank do that yeah, fuck yeah, hell yeah! But then we would have to have a real wedding after because I think yeah. my parents. Wait, so are like, they? They're gonna have a they're real still, wedding. They're yeah, getting they're married gonna... in France in August. Like they're having like a bit. They're yeah. having a wedding, but okay. It, actually, that's kind of like yeah, duh. But because they had to get married in the in the yeah. U.S. to make legal it purposes. Legal purposes. So like they did something fun in the United uh, States, and then they're gonna get married in France. Yes. Who they married them? Elvis. Elvis. Like mean like, Elvis? like the Vegas Elvis. No. Yeah. yeah. This is like a, like a the, wedding from the hangover. Like Reverend Elvis mar- <laughs> married them. My parents, had, he's, yeah. The guy said he had no idea who Sophie Turner was because he doesn't watch Game of Thrones. Because he he's thought, just doing weddings just all thought the Joe time. Jonas was mm. marrying like some chick. Yeah. <laughs> My parents renewed their, uh, not renewed their vows. They celebrated, or maybe they did renew their vows. No, their they 20, did, I think. Their 25th uh, wedding anniversary. They yeah, they went to Vegas and really? did the whole Elvis impersonator wedding chapel wow. thing. Yeah, so it's it's in the fam. And then what was Diplo's role? He just had to live stream just it? Just live streaming it. He was just there, I think, and he just took yeah. on the role of live streamer. That's pretty cool. I mean, yeah. everyone was in town. Exactly. Right. It was That's great, brilliant. Great way to do it. Was everybody in town at, at your guys' parties? Retirement parties? Retirement oh, parties. Rob and I did, like, we didn't know anything like we didn't know like any of the people coming in rob was i think like over 200 people came came to town and um it was so crazy like i remember each each night it would be like a different event like whether it was a club or a pool party and then all of a sudden like another brother another um in-law another friend from home another like girl who's been on like the team like yes like army of people over the years from like his rookie year and it was it was cool. He was shocked. I was shocked, and it was it was awesome to see all the people that just showed up to have a yeah. good time. Yeah, and he uh, every time there's always hilarious videos. But even from the red carpet of the award show, it's it's like, yeah, I'm retired, but maybe not. But maybe I am. But maybe I'm not. Yeah. But maybe I am. Honestly, why is he doing that to I people? <laughs> why is he doing that? Honestly, Rob, this is a question for you because, haha, to every single person that is dealing with this because that is my regular day in life <laughs> he messes with me like that all the time even this morning yeah. when I called him in the car between doing press this morning I called him on the phone and I was like hey and he's like so tired like post weekend and I was like hey um, did you watch it this morning and I was like did you watch G-Man and he was like yeah and I was like did you actually he was like yeah and I was like Rob cause you could really he could get away with like how yeah, would yeah, I yeah, know yeah. you know and um I was like, did you see that I said hi to you on the air? And he was like, yes. And he was like, I posted an Instagram story. And I go, no, you didn't. Like, you're definitely 
busting my balls. Like you would yeah. never, you don't ever post Instagram stories. Sure enough, he did. He was like, "There's my baby on the cover," and he like posted a story. He woke up to that alarm and he yeah. did it. But he messaged with me so much that like I really would have, like I really yeah. didn't think he actually watched it, and that right. he was just being like, "Yeah." So you're that just you kind of like, say? so you're, you're along, along for the ride of the retirement saga. He does this stuff all the time, but honestly, he's serious sometimes too. So he. But that's that's the craziest part. He could literally come back. Yeah, yeah. He could. He can do whatever he, he could. He could not. Yeah. He just had a massive. And retirement I don't. Party. I have no insight because he messes me all the time, and now he's messing with you guys, and it's just like a big ha ha. Welcome <laughs> to my life. Yeah. Don't amazing. Know. I love it. I love it's it. entertaining. Uh, so you're going to Miami this weekend for obviously to celebrate Sports Illustrated. Are you guys coming? No, but I want to. It's open to the public. For you guys I would, out there, I you could come, literally come party with us. Tickets online now. I'm not going to lie. I, come to I, Miami. I thought about it like if, for a trip. When it first came out, I thought about it for a trip. Like, I'd be like, this would be so fun. However, my little brother just has to graduate college on Friday. Oh, it is May. <laughs> so, that A lot of that yeah, happens yeah, right now. So and I'm like, like, I have that all weekend. Yeah, and we mm-hmm. also like have a job to do so like going to miami is a problem that type but, of like, thing but like it would be work yeah well we could we would we get could. great you did it in stuff. la you could set that. up a podcast would, in my hotel we room do great Fine. stuff I'll, in I'll miami co- triple host with you yeah. you're right we should have done that are you so excited next year for miami. Oh my gosh i'm pumped is rob coming are you, are you guys gonna have a, a double he's weekend? already he's already there oh shit he's waiting for me to get down there and just it's amazing yeah. Are there girls in the magazine that you haven't met that you're excited to meet? Yes. Yeah. Um, have gosh. you even looked at the magazine today? Like, have you met any? <laughs> Honestly, when they handed it to me on Monday, um, I had I had handed it back, and MJ was like, "So, what do you think of your rookie spread?" And I was like, "I forgot." I yeah. Spread. <laughs> I like, didn't want to look past this. I was yeah. like, "This is amazing." Yeah. So I literally had to go until today at Good Morning America. Tyra hadn't seen her cover until mm. Good Morning America. Um, and then the, both of us were just like buried in it. Um, I'm trying to flip open to see if there's someone that like I haven't met yet. Nope, no. Um, I'm excited to meet Halima. I haven't met her yet. Yeah, right. Um, I know Olivia. I know Klaus. I know Myla. I know Tara. Um, I'm trying to think of who I know. This the the final Barbara six. Barbara Palvin. Name, so we've met. We've met, but I don't think she like we haven't like hung. Yeah. And I feel like her and I could really kick it. Yeah. Yeah. I like. I like her. She seems like a free spirit and like a girl who just doesn't give a fuck. And yeah, I love yeah. that. Um, no Tyra now. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, I haven't met Alex yet. Um, yeah, there's a couple. Uh, new rookies. Winnie and I have not met yet. Yeah. Very I think there's exciting. a very lot of girls in the rookie class that like, I'm excited to give do like yeah. a big family hug. Yeah. And be like, we so did wait, did, when you went downstairs, did you see the, did you see it on the newsstand? Yes. We pulled it out crazy. from the back and put it in the front. Now, how crazy that you had like all your friends and family like taking, like flipping to your page la- in last year's issue. I now know. they don't even have to flip. They I just got to put we it right in the front. Like, like page 42, like flip, fold it over, be like totally obnoxious and then like slip yeah. it down yeah. to the CVS racks. And now it's just. Now all you have to do is just place it in front of other magazines, yep. which me and Fran will help with. If I see oh, them, 100%. I'm moving it for you. One video of it when you do it. Yeah, yeah. I will. Girls, do it out there. We will. Well, this has been a blast, Camille. Unfortunately, we have to end because we have to share you, which we don't want to (laughs) do. But everybody, go buy this new issue. Camille's on the cover. You have to have it. Yeah. You guys have to see these women inside of there. I mean, there's so much to be seen, so much like beyond just like the women in the issue. There's stories in here and body types and, and 
things that are truly damn empowering and yeah i feel really lucky to be on the front so me tyra and morgan go get your covers <laughs> love it thank you, thank camille. you camille thanks guys all right that wraps up today's episode thank you everybody for listening we hope you have a fantastic weekend and we'll talk to you all on monday Bye.